Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic edition of I almost said Dialogue Box. I got myself touching base. Uh, where? Well, hold on. The show, alternatively known as Three Dudes and a Pizza. That's, that's your three dudes and a AKA pizza this now? episode. Yeah, Three <laughs> Dudes and a Pizza. The filthiest. Uh, I'm your host, Laughing Boy LP, and with me here is my iced latte with vanilla. Alright, I want you to know, I've had peppermint mochas for like three weeks straight. We're not doing that this week. I thought you were going to say my iced sonic bling. Have you seen the uncut gem shit that's been going on this last... Yeah. (laughs) This one's Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, And I am joined here with my three co-hosts, Caboose. Hey, yo. Uh, we've got Dark Pyros. The Moderna second shot survivor now. Yay. And we got Filthy Pizza. Uh, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, so, look, I I was going to bring it up, but have, have any of you gotten this yet? This whole thing? What is that? What is that? I don't know. So, that came in we your got mailbox it, today? Came in our mailbox a couple days ago, and... Uh, I'm not going to show the other side because I want to dox myself even further than I already have. Um, not, <laughs> you can't fix what's already broken. I, I don't know what it is. We have gone to Reddit. Reddit apparently is going through and trying to figure out what it is. Uh, right now, nobody's come up with anything concrete. But what some people have thought is that it has. It might have something to do with I'm eight bit because a lot of people who got the emails or got the postcards, like where I'm eight bit, uh, like they bought something from them at some point. So they uh, it's a, a lot of like, postcard. <laughs> so that's the joke. Uh, and but some people are thinking that that's actually what it might be. So some people are thinking that it might be Fortnite because uh, apparently, like, I think the numbers. Can't really see them all that well, but like the numbers here are supposed to be like a phone number. Uh, some people think it has something to do with a particular book series. I well, think there's, they, I th- there's multiples of them, yeah. Well, and I think Fortnite just announced like a partnership with a particular book series that I've never, literally, never heard of before. But I don't really, I don't know about books. I'm, I'm illiterate. Uh, I'm just seeing on Google. They're all <laughs> saying it's Fortnite. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people are saying Fortnite. I'm willing to believe it, but I'm also willing to like kind of say no to that just because what I was saying before to DM is like Fortnite, I feel like is the kind of franchise that would have, they would, they wouldn't do a postcard. They wouldn't just send shit in the mail because like most Fortnite players are teens and these just go to like their parents, and so you just have like a bunch of parents that just pick this up and is like, "What the hell is this?" And they just throw it hey, out. Hey, you should sell that online. Uh, I could. I probably could make like two dollars. There's some people selling their postcards on for forty five bucks on eBay right now. Are you fuck? Are you yeah. serious? Go sell it. Go sell it. Make money. <laughs> yeah. Go sell this. People are selling this on eBay. For- I'm not selling <laughs> that. Don't bend it. There's like oh, fifty sorry. bucks, forty five, but we're not gonna sell it. Fifty five dollars, forty five bucks. So Dan's thinking it's oxen free. That's her big guess because we're thinking about the I am eight bit track, but I think oxen free the first game went to limited run, so we're we're just not sure. 
I think other streamers may be talking about it. So I figured why not contribute to this mess and, and show it off real quick. I have no idea. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. <laughs> it definitely is interesting. If it's a freaking Fortnite thing, that's the cheesiest. I, yeah, I feel like Fortnite is the kind of franchise that that they would just like they would have a they would shoot a gigantic LC, LED TV screen onto the moon just to show you that like Terry Crews is the next character in Fortnite. Like <laughs> they they'd be a little bit more bombastic than that. They would declare war on a sovereign nation just to show off that they have a new map. Well, well this is a worldwide thing. It's being sent all over the world. There it are is. Post- yeah, there are posters in Berlin and Okay. Uh, yeah. Sydney, there are like wall posters. Well, and specifically streamers are getting discs too. So specifically Fortnite streamers are getting like little discs that they can pop mm. in and listen to audio. So is this and, cooler or lamer than the Moon and Night bomb scare? Uh far lamer. All right, cool. Far far lamer. The the Moon and Night bomb scare at least made news and got somebody fired. <laughs> This just seems like normal PR stuff. Uh, how how's everyone here tonight? It's been a while. It has. It's yeah, been... since Final Fantasy. Almost. Yeah, we did. Well, we did Final Fantasy two weeks ago. Was that? Was it, it, it two was weeks a ago? Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Weeks. Yeah. And then we just we skipped the week before that, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, so let's get to it. As I mentioned before, this is Touching Base, where each episode we talk all about what we're playing, what we're watching, plus all the news you can use as long as it's interesting to us. You can find us here almost every Friday night around 9 p.m.-ish Eastern on twitch.tv slash LP, with episodes appearing someday on many of your favorite podcasting services. It's I've had a week. It's it's all like I downloaded everything. I just need to extract the audio and, and upload it. Like I even made the account on Anchor. I just have to do it. So hopefully soon it'll be up. Um, a little bit of housekeeping. Episode 23 of Dialogue Box went live on Saturday, May 15th, but the VOD is now up on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash LP, along with the Pokemon and Zelda anniversary episodes. All three episodes will also be up shortly on Anchor, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and whatever other services you can get your nerdy little hands on, with the Pokemon episode just going up only a few days ago. So please give it a listen if you haven't already. Please give the show a five-star rating and review if you have the time, etc., etc. A uh, new dialogue box is actually happening tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be joined by Secret Agent Jacob and Josh Jepson as we talk about the Ratchet and Clank series. We'll be doing a tier ranking of all the console games, including our own personal rankings. And then we're going to try to make a combined tier list where we debate where each one should go. So be sure to come back here tomorrow to catch us live for that. Uh, this here mm-hmm. is our second ever, our first ever, actually, episode four. Tonight's news includes... Dragon Quest for the West. I never knew I wanted to do the Olympics in a Sonic mascot suit. And Aloy has tiny little facial hair, but Aaron lost all of his eyebrows. But she can breathe underwater. She can totally breathe underwater. She has the mouth <laughs> thing from the Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's the same damn thing. And then she still talks to herself out loud. Uh, all right, so first stuff, let's do some catching up and talk about what we've been playing this week. In our first segment,
I have to ask anyway, you don't self over. you don't self monologue when you walk around your house. Maybe I'm going <laughs> absolutely to, insane. <laughs> I have to take a shit. Like, can yeah, you just imagine, sometimes like, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. <laughs> just imagining like, just Ashley Birch's just like day to day routine. Just, uh, I have to take the dog for a walk. Uh, I have to open the door first. Yeah, I definitely say stuff like that. Hey, there, there are worse ones, you know, like, I think it was a, uh, it was Pro Jared's video for Two Worlds, where, like, the protagonist yeah. just randomly just spouts out adjectives and verbs. <laughs> like, just walks into water, cold. <laughs> oh, cold. Or it's just like, uh, what was the one movie that, what was the one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he is doing the uh, director's commentary, but he's literally just like describing it's just the movie very, as it goes. It's Total Recall. <laughs> it's one of the best commentary tracks ever made. Um, Arnold, do you, do you think commentary means narration? <laughs> I mean, you could just turn it into the closed captioning version of the movie. The novelization audiobook. Of yeah, the novelization Recall. audiobook as read by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Perfect. Uh, so, Pokemon Gold and Silver, guess what? I caught the stupid goddamn dogs. Right. It took me three weeks. Yeah. It took me three weeks. Sounds about average. Uh, it, is the, it is the one single thing that I hate about Johto, is the roamers. Um, like, Soul Silver makes it way easier in my opinion, um, because you have, like, the location of the dogs, you don't have to actually find one first. They just automatically show up on your pokey gear, and then you just, like, tap the button, it automatically goes to the map. They're just there on the map, and you just try to walk back and That's the one where you can easily just walk back and forth. There's, like, a huge strategy on how to do it for the original gold. You have to fly to Violet City, check the map for each dog, once you found them and then only if they are in specific routes can you go find another specific route that they might show up in and it's like a nine percent chance that they'll show up on the route that you are supposed to go to based off of the factors of every screen that you walk through they will move to an adjacent route sounds like rng manipulation it's not even because like rng manipulation i always think of it like uh, golden sun and that's how you get ivan's ultimate weapon like his final weapon that you get in the game you can get it in like two seconds if you manipulate the rng um and with golden silver you just have to keep resetting keep resetting keep resetting and then just hope that not only do they show up at that at one particular route but then you have to hope that they go to the route that you have to meet them at so if they're like on route 42, then you need to go to route 32 because the amount of time it takes you to get to that route, they might go there or they might just dick around and, and go somewhere else. Um, yeah. So it's just like several hours. And then I have finally got like a jump fluff to level like 37 uh, so that I could use it to use sleep powder and hope that it was faster than the Raikou so that the Raikou didn't flee. Even the guides just like, just use a master ball. Like, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> just use a master ball. And I was like, no, cause I'm stupid. So I used an ultra ball for all of them. And it's actually more recommended. Like if you're, if you're not going to use a master ball, use the ultra ball 
because it gets more of a sleep buff. So if you put him to sleep, you get more percentage with an ultra ball than you do a fastball or a heavy ball. Not the quick ball? Wouldn't the quick ball be the best? Quick ball, no, because quick ball doesn't exist. Oh, right, because it's original Gen It is a fastball, yeah. Not HGCSS. I I think it is an HGCSS, right, though? It is, it is. Yeah. You buy them, though. So, like, the... All of those got introduced in Gen 4, and then you buy them at the store. Uh, the other ones, you still have to use Kurt to make them, mm-hmm. like the heavy ball and all that. Yeah. But uh, the quick ball is if the speed of the Pokemon is really high. No, there's uh, one that's based on the number of turns it's been in, and it's got the highest rating on the very first turn. Uh, that is yeah. the fastball. Yeah, the, the blue fastball. and yellow yeah. one, isn't it? The blue and yellow one is is use it on the first turn. Like always toss it on your first turn. Yeah. Um the quick ball is supposed to be based off of the Pokemon speed stat. Yeah. So you just have to kind of get lucky with that. Uh but with the if you put it to sleep and then take its HP down, then using an ultra ball is like statistically better, apparently. Um the other, so option, have them, is a, the other option is a really low Pokemon. Level balls, uh, times, level balls uh, times eight. If you can get them four times higher, are level than balls it. in vanilla. I don't know if they are. I know friend ball, uh, heavy they are in, ball. They are in gen two. So they are in gen two. Okay. Yeah. So maybe there are times eight, but you have to be four levels below the wild Pokemon. <laughs> four times the bad. level. Four times the level. Oh, so, four times. Okay. So, yeah. a, you know, a factor of four. <laughs> yeah. What that's level not is going to with level Suikin? Uh they're all forty. So, so you, you have to be level ten Pokemon. You have to be going in there. And and that sucks because they almost never show up on the earlier routes. So yeah. if you want to find them quickly, you need a Pokemon that's higher than everyone on the route, but lower than forty. Yeah. So what was suggested was get a jump off because they learn sleep powder. You level it up to like you know, the high thirties at least up to level 39 and then uh you use your uh uh repels when yep. you meet them on the route and then even then i've gone through like two repels and they just don't show up <laughs> and then on the third repel they finally do yeah outside of quick ball pretty much there's not a lot there's not a lot and that's I why mean, a lot of and in, you're never going to you're never going to get a timer ball up and running to 4 X. No, you can't unless you mean look it and put it to sleep and then just cross your fingers that it takes a long time to wake up. Yep. Normally, if it wakes up, it might not use roar. I learned because if you use mean look, it automatically defaults to using roar on the next turn. Um, yeah. But if you use if you put it to sleep, I've noticed that Entei will always use a fighting move like he will attack you somehow. And usually maybe five turns later, he might use roar. Or you just get unlucky and he uses it right away. But Raiko almost always uses Roar. He always flees first because his speed stat is too high. And uh, it doesn't matter because I caught them and I'm never doing it again. And Shadow Tag didn't exist back then, right? No, no. Yeah. And uh, abilities, abilities don't exist didn't either. Exist. Yeah, yeah, abilities don't exist. So uh, in Gen 4, you can get a Diglett and you can use Arena Trap. Yeah, or, um, or Wobbuffet with Shadow Trap. I don't think they even, I don't remember, I don't think they have Roar in Gen 4, but I could be wrong on that. I know they do in Gen 3, and that can glitch the game. If they use Roar on you, then they actually disappear from the game forever. That's funny. 
it's it's BS. Um, so I'm done with that. I actually took the time last week during our break to get a spear tomb in Ooh. pearl and platinum. So I did it the old fashioned way, and uh, just that went only up took and me down like an with thirty random people or thirty 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 me's. Yeah. So I game. did it because I had a I had a pearl and a platinum, and so yep. I I was like, this is a win win because I can get two spear tombs. Yeah, they literally <laughs> just keep jumping into each other's group on the sun. Two con- You have to talk and- to each other too. Like you have to yep. actually talk to the other person, and then you have to have the other person talk to you in order for it to count. Yep. I remember so doing it. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes like an hour and a half. Maybe that, that was one of the ones I did uh, from GameStop. <laughs> yeah, that, was one, yeah, of my, that yeah. was one of my GameStop Pokemon. I'm like, I'm not buying another copy of the game right now. I don't have the money for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I literally pulled out a copy of Spiritomb and I was like, let's go down and go up and go down and go up. I mean, I remember when we would just like ri- rifle through like different game packs where we were just kind of like, all right, what do they have? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's fun to rifle through and see either what cheats they got on their consoles or. Yeah. What you hack. Or what legitimate things they actually have in their game. In my Platinum, and I might try to bring this up because I don't care. Um, one time when we went to Otakon, I think, there was a panel or like one of the booths in the dealer's room was for Katsu or MacFest, actually. And mm-hmm. the guy behind the counter was giving free uh, shiny Eevees with Pokeruss on it. And once I got it, I just I put it in the PC and I've never taken it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was like almost 10 years ago <laughs> so i have that i have a basically like a magfest ev and uh one of these days i might try to see if i can bump it up but it's been sitting in my platinum cartridge forever uh so just need to evolve some more pokemon and i'm actually done with johto decks and then i'm technically done with the Sinnoh decks as much as i can do until brilliant diamond comes out um oh. returnal I got to the second biome, but not much further than that. Um, I think the only thing that for me is like the reason why I don't like roguelikes is the idea that you have to always start at the beginning. And especially when you have biomes. I can tell you it's not exactly that. (laughs) There there is a point where you get to get an advantage. I would actually argue the first three biomes are the hardest biomes in the game. Okay. That's Um, fair. Because like one of the problems that I have is I can't practice the thing that I'm bad at, right? Like I can get better at all the enemies in the first biome because I'm always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going into the second and further biomes, if I mess up, like if anybody that has played a musical instrument ever, like you know yeah. how to practice, you the don't, other- you don't mess up and you're like, Oh, I guess I'll start at the beginning of the, of the, the, the other, the other thing you could potentially do, um, as a suggestion for getting better at it, uh, is since you now have the crimson key, you can enter the second biome at any point in time. So yeah, once, but I have to get lucky to find the the room. Yeah, it's not, that's not too bad. You can just run through every room if you want to. Um, but I was, was just, I was going to say, technically speaking, you should stay in the first biome while you're comfortable um, to get a little bit of gear because jumping straight into the second mm-hmm, biome at mm-hmm. low level is just death. You know, you're going to be yeah. way under level. I mean, you and get then, the proficiency to just, level five immediately, but that's it. Just skip the boss. Just go, rather than do the boss in Biome 1, just go to Biome 2. <laughs> well, I was thinking of doing it anyway, because can't you use the data cube thing? Because I need to do those unlocks. Oh, yeah, if you want to do the, I mean, yes, if you still have, if you still have data cubes, you can go turn it in. You should probably still do the bosses, but uh, there's that's, only. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking of doing. There's only a certain number of data cubes in each biome, and each biome yeah. has their own data cube. Supplier. I've literally only done one. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, 
I think there's only like three data cubes in biome one. So once you get all three of those, you're basically good to kind of not do the boss unless you want the ether or um you want or you have a strong enough build where you're not worried and you can just go straight at him and just womp him quickly. Well, and I didn't realize that having turning on online, I didn't do that at all until the last time I played. Mm-hmm. And so I was like struggling for ether. As soon as I turned on the online mode, I'm flush with ether. Yeah. I mean, it, it also like like it also kind of depends on, you know, what you do and how you do things. You can get mm-hmm. ether from the daily missions pretty easily. You can get ether from you know the, the the revenge yep yeah yep there's lots of ways to get ether um and you get more ether as you get later on there's a cap of 30 ether by the way uh which kind of sucks balls but mm. but they give you opportunity to use ether all the time so yes that that that's yeah that's what I was getting at is is they they put i think the reason why they put the cap on is to prevent you from just you know hoarding <laughs> ether and then just literally disabling just any putting negative them all on effects. your ship and then you just you know Scrooge McDuck into your pile of ether Yep. Um, the technique. Yeah, I, I think you can get there. I think, and like I said, there is a. There, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually realize you get a free proficiency buff when you go straight to the crimson biome. That makes it a lot better. Um, yeah, they do. So that, like, that makes it almost yeah. Hell, if you get five levels for free, you can almost if you get a. I mean, if you get a good weapon, you know, use the weapon you get from the first biome. But level five mm-hmm. is already good enough to go through almost all of crimson wastes and that would imply i would be willing to bet if you go straight to biome three you probably get level 10 by default maybe efficiency yeah uh, all i can tell you is like uh they tell you that it's a random amount of proficiency mm-hmm. i've always like i've just gone straight through to biome two on several attempts and every time it has brought me up to five specifically huh. okay so i think it's a random amount to get you to a certain point interesting because I know biome four starts you with fifteen, mm. so, so it's hundred percent. You start with fifteen proficiency exactly at biome four. Okay, uh, that's fair. So that's why that's why when you said you start at five in biome two, I'm like, oh, okay, that means biome three probably starts you at ten. <laughs> that's funny. it. Makes sense. Oh, it makes Math. perfect sense. Yeah, now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I'm getting a little frustrated at times because I I want to be able to practice things mm-hmm. and I don't get that opportunity, but. Otherwise, it's, I do enjoy it. Um, it's I honestly think it's like like I haven't played Legion. Um, I haven't played Immortals. Like I have both of those games just sitting on the shelf. Um, but I would say that Returnal is probably like a really good first start for like a PlayStation Five Five exclusive game. I would say it's. And, I would argue it's probably one of the best, if not the best, PS Five exclusive out right now. Yeah. And there's not many, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't call it, you can't call Miles Morales an exclusive. <laughs> yeah. You can call it, it was made for the PS5, but it's not exclusive. Uh, what? Horizon Forbidden West is not exclusive. <laughs> but we'll God, get to that. Godfall is not exclusive. Uh, God, yeah, no, it, apparently it's not. It may as well be. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be dead on arrival on the PS4, yes, but, but it's not um, exclusive. But it's not exclusive. <laughs> It just completely destroys any value that Godfall had. Well, maybe more people will enjoy it if we put it on the PS4. PS4. Well, yeah, the, that was the problem. The whole argument about it was like, oh, we're doing stuff you can only do on the PS5 with it. And everyone was kind of like, mm-hmm, sure. And now it's like, it's also coming on the PS4 and it's like, oh, really now? 
Yes, only done on, doable on the PS5. We could only transfer your save file using the PS5. That's power. Yeah. Oh, man. So you're I enjoying think otherwise, Eternal, though? Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I definitely think it's it's a solid game. I'm, I think it'd be nice to have a roguelike less version of it. So if people want to just go through the story, they can. If yeah. You, that makes well, sense? The, no. When we, <laughs> when we get to... When we get to me discussing my playthroughs, I'll explain my problems with the game at the end of it. But okay, uh, those are the um, people that want Sekiro to have easy mode. There are some I, people, yes, that do. I, yeah, and I kind of don't care if they if there is one or not. Well, but like that's the point of the game. Like, right. I do. That's why I it's do kind of like it. there's no like asking for an easier Bloodborne or an easier like stuff like that. It's just like. But the game is intentionally made that way because it's part of its story. Right. Like, it, it is not the same experience if they suddenly make it easier because then you're not struggling and struggle is part of the narrative. For her, for, for yeah, for Returnal 100%, I agree with you. Well, I guess for, in my, usually with my argument is that you have a lot of people that cannot physically play video games the same way other people can. I, so like, I know. They could watch it. They could like if they really want the story that badly, YouTube exists, man. There's tons of LPers that would love for you to watch their video. But then, what about the suffering? Oh, but again, like it, that would be the same exact thing as if they just made an easy mode. It's like if you Maybe just want to know the story, you can just watch it. Like, well, well, and I also think like my other thing with with game difficulty is that especially back in the day, like when you played easy mode, you didn't. Some people might, but most people didn't just always play easy mode. Like once they played easy mode enough times, they would they would play it again on normal, and then they'd play it again on hard if it was available. Yeah, but they also so, didn't have as like complicated as stories. Well, that's like Mega, Mega like, Man Two point, easy mode versus Mega Man Two hard mode. You're not getting like you're not getting a different story in there. I guess my main takeaway with that is. If I want to play a game, maybe I like the aesthetic, maybe I do like the story, uh, but I'm turned off by difficulty, yep. or maybe it's a type of game I've never played before, then... That, that's what it, you do is for now. Yeah, but I, I, hate I don't want to watch it, I just like want to play it. But that is what YouTube is yeah. for. Like, no, it's not, because okay. I can't play the game. But Dark Souls, the whole point of your character being trapped as like a fucking dying soul and it being hard to like succeed is part of the story. But so that if you easy suddenly... mode might still be difficult for other people who have not experienced a game like that before. That's where I'm getting at. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe, like if I've never I, played, I don't know man. if I haven't played a video game before, if I haven't played a dark souls before, I don't, I'm never going to. Yeah, but I mean, other people that have speaking, never played fine. Dark Souls before played Dark Souls for the first time as it was, right? It's not like they had a precursor to... But to, somebody else playing on an easy mode doesn't negate your experience. I'm trying to think if I would even recommend I just, I just mean somebody from, who's never played a video game before. From, like, the game but designer... Like I wouldn't. The game designer perspective. If they are designing the game with the difficulty in mind tied to the story, asking them to make it easier kind of you you're like i don't know you're telling the creator you don't like how they created the thing 
but like they created the thing. Yeah, Housemarker's fought back pretty hard on it. They they basically have repeated to people multiple times. They've been like, "You've got plenty of ways of progression, just you know." And it's like, uh, well, yeah. okay, so in that, and I'm not saying I want an easier game with Returnal. Mm-hmm. What I was asking for was one, give me something that I can use to practice. Mm-hmm. So if that's like like Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry is not. You can play the game at any difficulty you want, but you have the ability to practice your combos. What I mm-hmm. want is something to give so, me to like practice certain enemy types. I, I will say the best way to practice is... Uh, have you unlocked daily missions yet? I I have, but those are also... They're random biomes that you get thrown into. You don't get thrown into the same biome every time. So like, And it's always one specific biome that you have the entire missions to get through that one biome. Is it... So, does so like, it... Keep me from playing ones I haven't done before. No, <laughs> no that's no. also the thing. No, it won't. Like, but you I, can I always guess, you can always load it up if you get the wrong one back out. Reload. No, it, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a single daily a day. It's like a one try uh, thing, and they yeah. have different kind of challenge effects on it. But like, so for like, instance, the one that I was top thirty in was the crim. It was a crimson waste pile. It had a really negative effect to it, um, but they give you usually stupid overpowered weapons uh, to let you kind of get see through the zone. As long as you don't die in the first like one room, which yeah. happened to me, by the way, and some of those challenge missions, some of those challenge missions are literally like the first hit you get, you start losing life permanently. And I'm like, oh, I got hit in the second room. I'm dead. But also, so give me give me the thing to practice with, because how am I going to get better? Right. Yeah. The other thing is uh, because one of the things for Returnal for me was one of our friends is like coming over and watching because she's interested in the in the story well yeah but i spent like an entire two hours not getting any further so well, it's yeah. like well and, I'll, i guess well, i'll see you next that's, week and that's why you tell her to watch videos of uh dark pyros playing it because he's and like I, he's beat it i it's i, I will warn you i will I, warn you i just, know but i just i also I can't agree with every game should be made this way it, I, if it's if it's someone's vision, they should be able to make the game how they feel, even if it's not good for everyone to play it. And I'll I'll go over with the story issues uh, when I go over to my thing. There's a there's a a key problem <laughs> with playing well, the story. Yeah. <laughs> um. And also, yeah. And then playing through uh, Final Fantasy two and five because I started those like years ago. I I don't really have much updates for those. I'm just going through them most of the way through and then uh resident evil 7 i'm most of the way through 7 at i think at this point nice. you think <laughs> uh i mean there's a story beat that happens and you're kind of like this is the kind of story beat that's after the midway point kind of thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna so it's either past the midway point or it is the midway point past the midway point the MC. Both I'm, seven and eight. So. I'm, I'm, cry, I'm crying my tears because I don't get to watch you play it. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> you can maybe you can watch Markiplier. <laughs> I, I can actually. That's what I, YouTube's for. If I cared enough to watch somebody else play it, I would. I was really enjoying just watching it with you guys. <laughs> if I'm being I honest. So uh, I think the one thing I'm I'm just frustrated by sometimes is just uh, BS zombie placement. So in seven, whatever. It's, it's yeah. usually there to drain your resources. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like think if you're doing too well, the game will add more zombies to get rid of your extra ammo and shit. That, that's that's pretty much any mm-hmm. survival type game. Dead Space two and three do that pretty heavily as well. Look, surprise Necromorph. Here's like, this room's here to drain as much resources as we can. And I'm told that that's something that people don't like about eight. They don't do that as much. Like seven supposedly does it where it's like you get to a point and you just have nothing. You just barely scrape by it. And then you kind of recruit like accrue more things to kind of get yourself back up to speed. And then it just takes it all away from you again. And you just keep doing that on repeat because there was a time where I just had like too much of stuff. But it makes sense. Um, but I I think it's fine. I think maybe the the allure of the game really is is the uh, the VR. When you don't do it, it's. I think there was one actually point where I got jump scared. Yeah, that's why. That's like why a, I'm not uh, as jazzed for eight because it's like you can't even play eight in VR, right? At all? No. There's no way. Uh, to do not it. currently. Not, not currently. currently. So it's like, <laughs> give it six months. Yeah, it's like the the gimmick of the game isn't there. So I'm just kind of yeah. like, well, that's not as cool. No, the gimmick is Ethan. He was the gimmick last important. game. Yeah, well, he's very what, important. What about Jason? Is Jason a gimmick? Jason. So that's that's been my thing. Uh, it's been been quite a long time. So just a lot to talk about. Caboose, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I, uh, I finished my third playthrough of Nier and, uh, <laughs> nice. So you've technically seen everything then except for the last ending. Uh, well, the last two, they added another ending. Yeah. Yeah. But like the C and D only, paths you... are basically the same. It's just the end that's different. Yeah. Which is what made me, I was going to ask you a question, but I think. I think I answered it myself thinking about it because I was wondering if you could do um if you could do um like at the latest possible place just save before you get to C and D and then just after doing ending C just reload to do ending you D. Sure can. That, you sure can. Oh, you can. Welcome to a lot of well, those games. Okay. No, no, no. So <laughs> wait, what? So because the, then the, two, the caveat the, the, those, the caveat is you need to back up your save to a different it, device. It's the same way you do the. Oh, yeah, I know because I, I know what happen. Like I know what happens with ending D. Yeah, but um, because my question after that was, can the thought was, uh, you can only get ending E if you've done D, but can you do it? But is it? Oh, but only do you if you have, have all four well. endings. Hmm. Yeah, do you have to have all four endings on one save file, or do you only need D? Yeah, since it's a new ending, I wouldn't know. And but uh, I would just—I would assume it's kind of keeping me from. You. Yeah, I'll—I'll I'll figure it out. Cause yeah, I—I did—I did have a, I do have one of my save files right before like the final, at at like the final save point where I can just, you know, go and do D instead of C. But uh, I don't know. I could just do that and figure out and just to see what happens, but. Who knows? Uh, pretty much been playing just that. Uh, I think, I think I might. What I might do too is, uh, well, I have uh, I've already started, but after the uh, after the the thing yesterday, I said, you know what? I think I want to play through Horizon again and maybe go th- go go get the platinum because I never did. 
And oh, you wow. both, both you and uh, you, Laughing Boy and Dark Pyro, said it's it's a pretty easy platinum. It's a extremely easy platinum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I think I might just, <laughs> I might just, I might just go through the game again on like on like easy mode and just you know yeah. get everything done. Because you I know, the ga- I, I the like game the game. The game's great, and you know, I don't want to have forgotten anything before the sequel. Yep. It's so. I... Go ahead. Oh, I, was just, I just have to go back to the game because I need something to do with Frozen Wilds. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah I never did um, Frozen Wilds either. Because don't forget, I, I played through the game like with, with Caboose. I played through it like week one. And mm-hmm. I was fully platinumed in it in a week. So I was like, oh, I'm done with the game. <laughs> and I was already oh, on other right, games right. when Frozen yeah, Wilds you, came out. You I had to like, finish it before God of War came out, right? Yeah. I, no, I didn't it came out the same time as Breath of the Wild. Uh, it came out the same week, yeah. yeah. Same I, week, yeah. I, I think since I was unemployed at the time, I didn't have it. And so by the time I did get it, I did got, I got the complete edition. So I was like, all right, let's yeah. go ahead and do it. And I remember Bugbear, friend of the show. <laughs> I like doing that. Uh, I remember one of the things he told me is like, he accidentally went and did the frozen wilds like way earlier. And obviously you get stuff that's better than the end of the game. So he's just like, yeah, I did that on accident. And I just kind of cheesed the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cause frozen wilds <laughs> is completely open as soon as it's unlocked. As soon as yeah. it's, as soon as you get to the area where it is, you can go. There's yeah. nothing stopping you. Wait, Except so is skill, the story relevant at all then? Because there's that would be story. so fucking confusing. It's a side there's, story. There's some story, but story. yeah, it's a side story. So it doesn't have anything to do with Silas. And... Yeah, because otherwise it'd be confusing as shit. And yeah, as far it, as yeah, I know, yeah. there's no Silas related stuff. Thank you, Eloy, with... for saving us from this. And it's like, what? Well, I didn't. I, do that I think yet. it's gonna. Well, yeah. no, they don't. They don't do that either. It's like they don't reference the end of the game because they don't know when as yeah. a player you would go and do it. Yeah. I, Even so though I don't know this for a fact. If I, was, if I was making an assumption into the game, into the Frozen Wilds, if anything, or I would guess it had, if, if I was going to guess at anything, I would say it has something to do with one of the other AIs. Um, if anything. Story related. I honestly don't remember Maybe Frozen we'll, Wilds, we'll to be honest with you. But I think you're probably right. I don't remember. It's, if, not, if I was it's not very long. Yeah, I know it's pretty short. No, it's it's like maybe five hours or something like that, but you get Ooh. some good, you get some good stuff from it. Um, w- one of the things you mentioned is like you want to refresh yourself before you play the next game. I'm actually like mm-hmm. weirdly the opposite. I actually really enjoy like watching a season or playing a game when it happens and then waiting that long time before the next one comes out, even though my memory's poor, just to kind of be like it's like you're re- you know friends are coming back like you've come back to the sequel to the new season and uh most times especially in old tv they would kind of recap and help you remember the things from the previous season um but it's it's like this weird feeling of like revisiting old friends kind of feeling so i just haven't touched uh horizon ever since i beat it like two years ago i guess Uh, yeah two years ago I, yeah, I never went back and played it on like ultra hard, ultimate hard, or whatever it was called. Even though I really yeah, didn't I don't think it'd be that much harder. <laughs> I mean, for that, there's really no point. There's no difficulty trophies in the game. No yeah, way. and no I've watched trophy, people. No doing. I, I think people that actually have more trouble with the, the hardest difficulty generally just are because they're starting the game off their first time with it, so they don't, you know, like what yeah. they don't know what's broken, and because of the way it rebalances things, it makes some of the broken things less broken. Um, mm. so like they don't a lot of people are like oh this game is really hard and it's like well if, if you 
played through it on the base mode the first time through, you would know like, oh, definitely get this, this, and this. And, you know, every dino is a joke for the rest of the game. Uh, and I'm yeah. willing to bet that doesn't change much in, in the ultra hard mode. Probably not. Cause I don't think I don't, so. Unless you completely change the way the weapons work, it's going to be hard to make that those weapons be bad. You know? Yeah. It's like they have more HP. You take more damage. Probably fewer drops, maybe. Yep, pretty much. So I think the, I saw the general stuff. Play. Yeah, <laughs> the huge health packs don't restore anymore. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's pretty much it for me. Dark Pyros, what about you? Oh God, it's been a lot. Um, <laughs> so I am two trophies away from platinuming Returnal at the moment. Uh, I played a lot of Returnal. I mean, so the, yeah. the the first playthrough, the full completion of the game the first time through was, I think, six hours. The second completion to... I kind of dicked around for a while after that. Um, but my second... Getting the final... The weird thing is the game bugged the hell out. And that was what frustrated me, was I went through and beat the game. I got, like, I, I, don't, I don't think the game expected me to do what I did, which was... Every time I got to the second biome, I beat the third biome. I beat the second biome and the third biome on the very first attempt. So, like, mm-hmm. they didn't give me trophies for some things when I beat them the first time through. So when I went through and did it a second time through, they just started giving me the trophies. And I'm like, hmm. Like, I didn't get the finish act one trophy until I beat the game a second time. <laughs> so I was like, well, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um. And I really do think it's because the game bugged the hell out uh, on me. But one of the things I was going to talk about with the story, and one minor complaint, not going to tell anything about the story, but uh, a lot of the story is driven behind those scout logs. And yeah. and just so you know, there are some scout logs that are like 1 in 5,000 drop rate. What? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. So like, just so you know, you might not get the I didn't know the that they were drops. Well, it's based on the random assembly of the tiles in the maps. Oh. The orientation has to be an exact orientation for one of them in order for it to show up. Um, and it ends up being well, like silly, stupidly low percentage. To, like it's it's a scout log. If you go on the internal subreddit and you look up scout log six, I think it is. It it's like absurdly low. It's like either like one in a thousand or like something like that. It, That's it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, and like there, there are sp- RNG lore. Yeah, they're, they're well, I mean, yeah, because like you have games like all the Souls games are, you know, you have to dig, you have to dig deep if you want to get like the full story or the full experience. But at least everything is there for you to find. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and there are other things that require you to die and do certain things in one run, and then do that in the next run, get to a spot to unlock another scout log. So, like, if you don't specifically do something in one run, you'll never see that scout log if you never have done that thing in that one run. Uh, because it implies wow. that you've done that something for the scout log to show up, start showing up in the options bin. Yeah, so just play forever. It, 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 oh, are you talking about like you easy, use like forever. one of the you use your hole and then you come out and then you if you die and then do it again. So it's something like that. Yeah, like like okay. I, th- I think somebody was saying one of the scout logs requires you to have used the parasite remover machine and then it allows it to unlock in one of the later biomes to show up as a scout log. Uh, but okay. if you never use the parasite remover, which I never did, really, 
I would have never gotten that scout log ever in any of my playthroughs. And the scout logs are the last thing I need for my platinum at this point. Um, yeah, it's it's, uh, yeah. It's I don't like how trying to find the, the lore bits. Yeah, I don't. I don't like how a lot of the plat or a lot of the platinums, a lot of the trophies are basically like just find everything. But it's not like how trophies normally do it, where they're just kind of like just find you know five scout logs, ten scout logs, all scout yep. logs. It this one does it like find everything in this biome. Yep. And that's one trophy. And, and the, <laughs> I I would like it. I this is one of the updates I hope Returnal does. I would like it if it waited the biomes to give you those scout logs that you don't have left until you get them all and then go completely random on you. Um, this is the one minor. I, yeah, because, because I feel like that's such a it like, that, really that's something locks you can out, easily miss out on. Right, it locks out a pretty hefty amount of story. Uh, just it's not like major story points. Most of the story is all you know. Like the main story is basically going to be your first playthrough, your second playthrough, your third playthrough, um. And all the interactions with the house. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's like your 90% of the story that you need to get from the game. It's going to be those three things. Uh, but there is some like interesting tidbit knowledges about like, you know, the development of the, about her mind, Celine's mind and, you know, what's going on with her and her other versions of her, um, that you do, does get lost because you don't get a chance to see him as often. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it sucks when you like when you literally have to look up a guide online. It's like, all right, so you enter the biome one, you go into the first two rooms, you see this room on the left, you know you can immediately reset. That's like the guide for getting scout log six. It's literally like if you see this room, reset immediately because you're not getting scout log six. Oh my God. And and that's become what it is for parts of the game where it's not even like I'm playing it anymore. I'm literally just trying to run through the biome to try and find this dumbass log. So uh, uh, it's not a game to get trophies. It's a game to play forever. Right. And, and that's fine. And that's, but and that's fine. Hey, people love their platinums. It's a really fun game. Um, like I said, I, the first playthrough was like six hours. The second playthrough and the third playthrough ended up being like, I want to say like 14 hours total. But mm-hmm. between oh, those 14 the hours. Be longer than that. For like the full gameplay. Yeah, it's probably about 14 hours. But like I spent a good 12 hours maybe just fucking around trying to find stuff for fun between finishing the game off completely and the first beat. So there there is some variations there in terms of time. You you and I basically had like the same two weeks just with completely different games. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Fly to this town. If they're not at this route, just do it again. Pretty much. (laughs) You're not getting them. So now I'm, I, I need to go back and finish that platinum off at some point. Um, I, what else did I do? I played Subnautica below zero. From start to finish, which was nice. a uh, a pretty good game. It was fun. Um, I don't know if I like it more than Subnautica, the original, but I like some things about it more, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, it, it's still a really fun game. I uh, played through half of Breath Edge, which is kind of like Subnautica in space, but with comedy instead. It's got a lot of like really dumb jokes and you know the very first achievement you get in the game is literally called the revenant and it's because you do something basically you get attacked by related. Yeah, (laughs) and they just do dumb shit jokes like that. There's a lot of really there's some good ones and there's some really dumb ones and um. Why are you trying to skirt around that? Everybody knows that's what happens in the revenant. I forgot, and I saw that movie in theaters like as soon as it was out. Like. (laughs) 
That was the there's whole a, premise. Leonardo DiCaprio gets attacked by a bear. He must survive. I would all argue for, there's enough, all for an Oscar. I would argue there's enough jokes in it that I've chuckled enough. Or like, even may not have laughed out loud, but I've chuckled enough where I'm like, ah, this game's funny enough. It's it it does what it's trying to do, um, <laughs> and it does it well enough. It, it's it's humorous, uh, but and then, uh. Just today, I started up PSO2 Ooh. to get ready for a new Genesis. Since that's new probably Sega Genesis. Since that's probably coming out in two weeks, most likely. But that's on that's on PC, is I'm assuming. Uh, new Genesis, like, yeah. I was about to say, like, <laughs> by the way, I bought an Xbox One. No, no, I didn't buy an Xbox One. <laughs> Sorry, Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> again, shucks. Pizza, uh, what about you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Where you? No, that's it. That's, it. that's it for me. Okay. Pizza, what's up? Uh, just been playing a lot of Valorant. Yeah, Roblox Fortnite. Yeah. No, I I uh I tried Roblox Friday Night Funkin', and uh I think I made some children cry, but besides that, I'm, yeah, mainly just Valorant. I'm very scared to ask what that is. You know Friday Night Funkin'. No, I know Friday Night Funkin'. I yeah. you said Roblox Friday Night Funkin'. Yeah, I was yeah like, it's, what it's is... literally that, but inside of Roblox. So it's like a <laughs> multiplayer. I'm surprised, actually, but I mean, I didn't really know what Roblox was for the longest time, and uh, I think it's a, somebody explained. I think it's a pyramid scheme. Roblox, True. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't realize it was like a game maker, and so I yeah, guess that. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, like, <laughs> it's actually crazy I, how much, like, people have developed for it, because there's, like, fully functioning, like, Call of Duty inside of Roblox, and, like, I could understand how, like, kids could get this by their parents, because, like, yeah, it's yeah. not violent because it's Legos, but, like... It's violent because it's Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess when I found out that it was like a game designer kind of application, I was like, okay, I don't, you know, maybe I shouldn't be an old curmudgeon in the first place and be like, oh, I don't understand it. So it's dumb. But when I found out it was actually like what it actually was, I was kind of like, okay, that's actually pretty cool that like all these kids are interested in it. It's, it's basically, uh, what's that medium molecule game? Uh, Little Big Planet. No, it's Dreams. No, no, it's <laughs> not that one. Yeah, it's no, it's basically that. that. <laughs> you mean Dreams is just Roblox Little Big Actually, Planet? Wait, Roblox did come out before Dreams, so Dreams is just Roblox. Yeah, Dreams was announced before Roblox, but Roblox is like, what if we just released the game? What if we just released, <laughs> what if we released it Dreams before it? <laughs> what if we just? What if we said we were going to make a game maker and then actually released it? Oh, they'll look so stupid. <laughs> hey, man. First out. Um, no, just mainly yeah. uh, competitive shooting. And then uh, I played the new Genesis beta. And it was cool. I'm looking Role forward. do you like to play in Valorant, Chris? Pizza. Uh, I try to play everything. But uh, mm. I I play Viper a lot, if you know who she is. Yeah, he's, like, he's trying to be a supreme pizza. Yeah, a little, I, little I, bit I, of I didn't get into the PSO. Yeah, it, uh... it just got removed from my beta registration, like completely. It just vanished. Yeah, <laughs> they literally I, just... I think they did a lottery. No. Yeah, 
It sucked. I would have liked to oh, try it out. Poison chick. Poison chick. Did you enjoy it though? Viper. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's good. I mean, like, I don't know if it will get new people to play the game, which is like it's PSO's biggest problem right now. It's like it's not enough people. Like there's a lot of people, but not enough to like support a massively free economy like uh Path of Exile or like Guild Wars 2. Like it needs it needs a little bit more like of a player base. But I think most of that's Microsoft to blame. They're not giving it enough support. No, no, no. They're giving it a ton, but it's trapped on a console that people don't like. I would say there's more people that own a Sony or a Nintendo <laughs> system that know what Fantasy Star is than there are Microsoft people that know what Fantasy Star is. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Japan, New Genesis is going to be on the PlayStation, right? But like here, it is still Xbox exclusive, which I get it. They're paying for it, but like. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like, dude, there's tons of people that want to play this that just can't. I think it's sort of like Microsoft's trying because they're in last place to just give people something that they want and is willing to foot the bill for it in order to see if it will get a return on investment. But like it's so late in that generation's ecosystem that I can't imagine. So there are that many people that are going to be like, okay, I guess now I'll get an Xbox one and I'll just, you know, pay $400 to play PSO two, And that's it. I mean, luckily it's on PC, like it's on Windows, Steam, and Epic Game Store. So like the people that just don't want to buy an Xbox have a way to get in there. But it's just like, uh, I wonder how much bigger it would be if like they just released it on everything. Yeah. Maybe, maybe on the Switch Pro. (laughs) They, uh, you know what? (laughs) Microsoft likes Nintendo so maybe they'll let it happen that yeah well maybe play the stream version of PSO2 yeah wouldn't that be fun oh they also have the stream version of Resident Evil 7 on the Switch yeah and then they did it with uh, Hitman 3 oh my god there's a there's like one other game that came out recently that uses the stream option. And I think you have to pay monthly for it too. It's, I thought that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. And it's, it's sort of like, no wonder that stayed in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That was never coming here because we're not that stupid. No, Valorant is the new Overwatch. Unless Overwatch 2 can uh, figure its shit out. And release. Well, I mean, yeah, with Overwatch 2, there's a whole nother can of worms they just decided to pop open. Yeah. <laughs> they, so I'm, I'm happy to have a shooter that I can play again, because yeah. I was not going to download Call of Duty when it takes up 50,000 50, terabytes of storage. <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't understand the Overwatch changes they announced. We decided to compress some of the pictures. It It just, like... It just rings stinky. So for just real quick, we're not going to talk about too much, I guess. But mm-hmm. they they they're dropping the number of players in versus down to five v five. I totally get it. 
because like it it makes more matches right because that's two right. less players in every single match which yep. generates more matches overall because like if you watch people playing overwatch right now it's like 10 minute queues between games to like find a match it, and it's partially mm. because of the tanks which is why they removed one tank from the role queue so now when you queue up or when you play a professional you can only run one tank two support two dps so they've cut out the off tank from the game, which is where I was talking with pizza about. I didn't really like where that was heading because it kind of kills certain. Because the game was designed with six in mind. Yeah. And there's so a lot of characters like, who are like, a good rhyme. there's a lot of characters who are like, you're not really good as a main tank, but you're great as an off tank. Like yeah. oh now they have to be main tanks because everyone's well a main now tank. they can't be main like they I think they literally <laughs> like, just don't get played right Winston and Diva are basically dead heroes now by default kind of Safe. once Overwatch two comes out because they're characters that are literally they're tanks that are designed to jump into the fray of the enemy spot and then get back quickly uh and, yeah yeah and yeah. when you're basically saying bye team good luck on your run with no tank yeah and your other t- <laughs> your guys don't have anyone to hide behind so right. it's just like it all right it doesn't really work it just doesn't really work uh, um, well we'll see what overwatch 2 does maybe diva doesn't leave the mech <laughs> stay in Loses the robot appeal, i guess stay-, <laughs> stay in the robot shinji live in the robot die in the robot yeah. Uh, so before we move on to our next event, just want to take a moment to warn everyone that we may get into spoiler territory. While we won't deliberately be talking about spoilers for what we're watching, something may slip through the cracks. So during this segment, we'll put up our spoiler tag if you're watching this on Twitch, or you can check the show notes for when we come back to start talking about news. But until, until we take the spoiler tag off, it's time to put it up and talk about what we've been watching. Um, so it's time for episode two of Gargoyle Watch, which means episodes, what, three, four, five, six, and seven. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I hope, I hope someday to have an intro for this because there's some, there's some stupid stuff that I've already seen on this show that I kind of want to do. And like, it's like the same, like what pizza was suggesting last time. It'll be like goliath yelling in slow motion and then it'll just have like really stupid parts like uh a motorcycle blowing up to one gunshot <laughs> yeah. hey that was a really well placed bullet i lost it at that because it's supposed to okay so uh i so last time i got halfway I, I, through the awakening like prologue the first five episodes it's all the one movie uh i finished that and then the first two episodes after that are sort of like, let's take a moment to talk about the other characters. We've talked about Goliath for about five episodes. Let's talk about uh, Brooklyn. Let's talk about. Um, I mean, Lexington. the uh, episode six is the, the is an is an introduction of an on of a recurring villain set. That's true too. The pa- the but pack- we don't know that at this point. We don't know that at this point. I mean, you can pretty much figure it out by the end of the episode, but. Yeah. But can you see what I mean about the Xanatos Gambit? And by the way, before we yeah. we continue. So if you want to watch along, it is on Disney Plus. Uh, so we've been watching that through the show. And, and I know the show creator would love it if more and more people were watching it. And Disney gets the message and makes a reboot or something. 
Um, but we, yeah, we're on episode seven, but we are talking also about uh, four, five, and six as well. So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that um, by by the end of that episode, you, it's kind of obvious that, okay, the pack is definitely going to be back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was what I meant by like the Xanatos gambit is apparently right. something where it's like, oh, your plan, everything went according to plan except this one thing. And Xanatos is oh, like, no. nah, that it was also out. part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like, just admit it. <laughs> just admit that you didn't get something, but it's really not that in this case, no. he wasn't, it wasn't that there was a defeat or there was an actual gain. He's just looking on the bright side. <laughs> like, yeah, he's sort of well, like. You know what? I have combat data now. Yeah, I mean the the one the thing with that was you know the pack failed to apprehend Lexington and Goliath, which was the whole conflict of that episode. And when his when his butler is telling him about it, it wasn't so much like oh I planned for them to lose. It was they lost. Okay, now we'll go into that branching direction instead. I'm yeah. sure he had conti- the it was to say like he had contingencies for whether they succeeded or failed. Yeah. I I think yeah, that's to me it was kind of like, well, you know what? I didn't get this, but technically I got this and I can work with that. Yeah. Um but no, I I ser- I lost it. I lost it when so the beginning of I think it's what 7 episode 7, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's on the motorcycle, and then he gets into the fight with the motorcycle gang, and just one bullet fires from a gun and hits, we don't really know where, on the motorcycle, and it just explodes, just goes up in flames, and it just is like, there's no trace left of this motorcycle, and I was like, what the hell? It's really funny because, you know, I mentioned uh, before we started watching that uh, gargoyles were one of my... um, childhood collections that i had a fair mm-hmm. amount of them i mean it was nowhere near my uh teenage mutant ninja turtles collection of which i was only missing one thing well there were but, also uh, fewer toys anyway but that yeah. too but um i as i was watching the beginning of that episode i re- i said to myself you know what i remember having the set that mm-hmm. was brooklyn with the motorcycle and then the motorcycle blew up and i was like wait <laughs> <laughs> like you your they, out, right? they made they made an action figure set out of this surely it they, wasn't off of a thing that was on the show for 45 seconds <laughs> just to sell a toy yeah but it was so cool well is it, it, was, it, it was, was cool isn't it exploding my motorcycle uh no the no toy it's isn't not even. the toy I, oh. okay so it, sorry i think sorry, i think multiple gargoyles had their own bike and if i remember correctly uh, the gar- the Goliath one, which is the one I had, it had like gargoyle armor, and you would just put like the stone faceplate on the motorcycle. But otherwise, it's literally just four of the same bike that they only made one of, and it is gone. <laughs> Wait, but gone. So Not are you sure that. biker mice from Mars didn't just lend their bikes to the gargoyles? No, because those were hogs. no, because and I had those, uh, I had those, those ones were- as well. The biker mice from Mars had crotch rockets. Uh, no, only Vinny did. Okay, well, I had that's the toy I had. Yeah, no, Throttle and Moto had had you know the the generic Harley Davidson style motorcycles. Vinny was yeah. the only one with the racing bike. <laughs> um, 
no i yeah i thought it was great and then when they bring it back at the end of the episode lexington's like what and then turns to stone <laughs> i okay but when that was another one of like one of my few memories i have of the show is an episode ending with brooklyn telling something to lexington and his reaction is what he gets frozen in yeah well and apparently so they as, do that that's like the second time this happens because it happens to hudson too well, yeah, the one I specifically remembered was Lex. Was it happening to Lexington? So when we started, I was like, I wonder when that random that random scene <laughs> is going to happen in this span of 60 episodes that we're going to watch. And then here it is in episode seven. It's like, well, got to find new things to look forward to then, I guess. <laughs> well, you have next week to look forward to because a gun Goyle image shows up in that episode. Oh, very nice. Yeah, <laughs> so... That's so that's the thing uh and why people started talking about this is that uh when the show aired it had a lot of guns. It had yeah. a lot of guns. And so at some point uh most likely after Columbine when they re-aired the series on like Toon Disney, they took out a lot of the stuff and I would assume that most of the guns if not all of the guns were taken out. And probably the only thing that still existed was when <laughs> Demona tries to kill somebody. It's the, the rocket, rocket launcher at Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> to which he, re- he recalls two episodes later, you shot a rocket at me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up what that was. It was not magic. That could have killed me. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Um. <laughs> Now that you saw the um the 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 rest of the of the pilot, you you see what I mean now with um that scene in the day where Eliza is just killing all of the guards chasing them. Yeah, there's Goliath a lot of violence in this stone. show. I was like, God damn! Like people just die. Yeah, and there's like there's like one where she lures them into a boathouse and then she dives away and they're like, "Where'd she go?" And then it explodes. <laughs> like those no, guys no, are no, dead. No, 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 that one they try to blow her up in it and then she just jumps out. That's, That's what okay, happens. Yeah, you're right. But like, I think she kills like all I, of. She them. either kills or or really badly hurts like the female. Uh, the only one female person on that SWAT team. I think that was the only one she didn't kill. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then goes after the last one and then she just like takes a nap uh, next to goliath stone goliath and and then a runner know, instead in of being of like park. what the hell is that just huh never seen that statue before <laughs> you know i've been running here for 50 years never never did once see no gargoyle yeah new york my friends um <laughs> I yeah no I thought that was the funniest goddamn thing and then yeah when they when they bring it back up at the end and he just like freeze frames it as his reaction does that's it literally a, laugh, a freeze frame yeah what does it no. have a laugh track it doesn't too? have a laugh oh, track I could put one in there <laughs> I mean it sounds like something that would have it <laughs> yeah I can put the hooting and hollering laugh track when the uh, when the bike explodes <laughs> or no, that'd do be you booze. want exotic or what is it uh, exotic kiss. Ethnic kiss. Yeah, ethnic kiss, yeah. No, when the bike point. blows up, that'd be booze. <laughs> um so yeah, next episode is the band episode. So they actually bring that one back because somebody actually gets hurt with a gun because somebody, an idiot, fires it off. And you can probably 
put two and two together as oh that's to the next that episode it's the very next episode because i i decided to look it up i was like what episode is going to be the band episode because we'll probably have to watch it on youtube or something and it's like no it's on disney plus no it's there the whole show is there it's unedited knock yourselves out kids guns are real I mean, <laughs> yeah it's disney but they wouldn't do that to us would they <laughs> Dude, they apparently edited out certain movies because, like, they didn't like butt crack. So they would just, like... Oh, God. They right. digitally edited that one, I guess, mermaid they, movie. They stretched... Yeah, they they elongated Daryl Hannah's hair to cover her butt and splash. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, but this is different. These are cartoons. We, I was about to say, like, we can have, like, 15... We can literally have, like, five people see a gargoyle for the first time, and they'll be like, bet you can't... Bet you this will hurt you, and then fire like fifteen rounds at a gargoyle. Hell, uh, one of the one of the team members like holds a hostage at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> in order to, I guess, do something. Um, no, it, it's I can't remember. Did Batman in the did the animated series have a lot of gunplay? I don't think they did. I mean, did. the Joker's lackeys had guns, didn't they? Yeah. Right? A lot of the Tommy guns, too? Yeah, almost yeah, all the it, lackeys had guns, and you had Two-Face who had guns. I don't think it was as prevalent as we've seen so far in Gargoyles, but it definitely wasn't like the cop-out of the late 80s, early 90s cartoons where everything was just a laser gun. Yeah, that was Batman Beyond. <laughs> well, that was also... And Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That was also well, Ninja that, Turtles. At least Batman Beyond takes place in the future. Yeah, so at least the lasers. Ninja make Turtles sense. takes place in eighties in the in the eighties New York, and everyone has a laser gun for some reason. Yeah, but you know, a mob, <laughs> a gigantic mob of robots from some area of Japan now in New York. They they must have that kind of money to make lasers. I, I guess. We'll just take our you know, take Shredhead's word for it. I don't know where he's getting that money. Actually, that is a good question. And I've never thought about it. Where does the Foot Clan... I, they kind of explain it in the original series because all the kids, like, steal electronics and shit. Oh, and you I mean assume the they're selling it. Yeah, in the first movie. There's no kids in the Foot Clan in the, in the cartoon. Uh, they earned yeah, it from all well, because they're all robots. Money. Yeah, are, we talking, well, are we talking about Shredder's Grid? Yeah, the Foot Clan, like in the in the original movie, the Foot Clan are people, and in the second and, one, like they are in the in the comics. Wait, are we still but, talking gargoyles, or are we talking ninja, 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 no? <laughs> wait, where are we? <laughs> We're now on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Keep up. Um, yeah, it's they're humans, but especially they're kids, and it's usually the older people, like the older teenagers of the Foot Clan, are the people who are actually going out and harassing. Yeah, but uh, it's like part of their job was to recruit, you know, teenage ne'er do wells, you know, to get them drugs, get them young. Yeah, yeah. Get you ever heard of dare? It doesn't work, kid. Join us anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what Shredder says. Um, and it was all just to get back at a rat. Yep. He was just really pissed off at that rat. Didn't even know he grew like five feet. Uh, so next episode will next time next gargoyles watch we'll probably what do eight and nine sure I have a feeling it each individual episode until I don't know they cover Bronx 
everyone's gonna have like a very particular episode um so i'm sure next one is broadway and then the one after that's probably hudson um yeah, we're not gonna get one on bronx he's the dog <laughs> exactly i imagine he would get his own episode and it would just be like one of those low talking episodes like later on in the series oh yeah i have no clue because I have not seen, I honestly haven't seen a single Gargoyles episode because it came out at a point, like, it, it obviously was, until now. Yeah, it, it, it was one of those things of, where I was more watching Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, like I've I've seen bits and pieces of episodes. Like I distinctly remember the ending of, of the last episode we watched. But uh, yeah, I couldn't. And you know, I I had the toys and I and I knew all of their names, but yeah, like I couldn't tell you a single storyline. Yeah, and I think it came out at a time where like I knew the Disney Afternoon because I used to watch it all the time when I was like four. Yeah, uh, but by so then I know... we were watching Toonami after school. <laughs> yeah, like once I came here, uh, so when I was a kid, I used to watch local TV stations. And that was it. I we had cable. But I never knew of, and I guess like I kind of watched Nickelodeon, but all I saw was literally Dugs and Rugrats, and that was it. Um, and then when we moved here, I found out about like Cartoon Network, and then yeah, around the time I think Gargoyles came out, I was watching anime. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even think that I didn't even think that Disney Afternoon was still a thing by the time I had that Gargoyles was on and available. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess that's been the nice thing about Disney Plus is like kind of going back and seeing all these and the fact that they are uncut is yeah very nice too. That's been it for me. Like, uh, oh, we we've can't, we started season two of Couples Therapy and it's a very <laughs> very interesting show on Showtime. Um, it just keeps getting more ridiculous, or like, well, we're getting into the COVID stuff. Oh, so, boy. A lot of reality TV shows had to still try to do something. And it's not just this show. It's like uh, anything that you see on like trash TV networks. Um, they've had to have like a COVID year uh, where the people that they get on each show have to struggle with COVID restrictions on top of whatever the hell else the show's about. Yeah, it needs to be relatable. Um and they did literally a COVID special of this couples therapy show. And it's like an, uh, like, I think an hour long episode. And they literally go from start to, I guess, quote unquote, finish. Um, it's like 12 weeks. Um, and then they start the remainder of the season back over with another set of couples. And so you get to see like one perspective of one set of couples that go through this whole COVID ordeal and then they start over with a new group. And so now you're going episode by episode, I think by episode two of that season, like they're, they're in lockdown. I think the editing is really good for a show like this. You really don't think it's a, a reality show when you watch it. You really do think it's just a typical showtime show and you don't really see a lot of the reality in it. You would almost think that they're paid actors. Um, but what I like is that they kind of talk about each couple's own problems, but then the therapist also has like a consultant that she talks to. And so you get to see how she feels about, because she obviously can't talk about those things in front of her patients, but you can kind of get her reactions and how she feels about all these different things that are going on 
how she has to deal with them kind of silently. Um, but if you're, especially if you're like interested in any of the, in any like mental health stuff and you have like Amazon prime or if you have Showtime, then that's, I recommend it. Caboose. What about you? I'm just trying to remember what else I've watched in the last three weeks. I was about to say bad batch. Uh, well, you know, I've been still watching that still great. Uh, there's, uh, the last episode they did just, uh, uh, introduce a character who is, who debuted in the Mandalorian, but is now, but is now in the Bad Batch. You're talking about, I'm guessing, Mr. Mr. DR? No. Oh. No. Oh. Uh, Oh. Are you talking about the season one (laughs) bad guy? No. Oh, okay. I was just thinking. Because no. I've been reading some stuff off to the sides about both Bad Batch and, like, the comics that have been uh-huh. coming out. I and don't I don't remember which season of The Mandalorian <laughs> she debuts in, but... Uh, oh, okay. She she's, she's more prominent in season two, if I remember correctly. Okay. But uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers and he was saying he was watching the episode she came in with uh, with his girlfriend and the, her first thought was, why does she look so young? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because this is 30 years ago. <laughs> it's very true. Or it's something yeah. like that. But, um, I... <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to continue. What were you going to say? Basically, a lot of stuff that I've been reading is like they've they're spending a lot of time with the couple of shows that they've been having out recently to really flesh out the time between uh, not only the time between uh, episode three and four, but also episode six and seven. Yeah, and trying to like make peace with the PR disaster that was seven well, through nine. It's really funny because like I saw. I didn't read the article, but apparently there was an article that I saw the title of on Reddit and it was saying how JJ Abrams said, you know, these movies probably would have been better if we went into them with a plan. I saw that as well. That was hilarious to me. It's the first time I guess he's spoken out about the experience. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) If you're, if you're going to go in, if you're going to go in knowing that you're doing three movies, maybe have some kind of plan. Yeah, especially a property like that. Yeah, especially a property like Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars um, ain't no big thing. We'll just make this shit up as we go along. Yeah. Who cares? But um, yeah, I love it. It's so it's it's really interesting how yeah, all of this like stuff where they're doing that's fleshing between between movies where when you really think about it, it's not really something you've always thought you needed to know, but. Mm-hmm the stories are told well enough that you're like, okay, it's, you know, as long as, as long as what they're doing is good and entertaining, that's all I can ask. Mm-hmm. And so far they've done a good job with that, with at least all of their animated shows and the Mandalorian. I, I do really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think I liked solo more than I thought I was going to. I think you're right in certain ways where it's like, they didn't need to answer any of these questions, but I thought the story was fine. Well, I the, thought uh, the movies. Uh, I 
don't necessarily agree for solo. I probably would say I did enjoy it more than Rogue One, but like I I, <laughs> I feel like both of them weren't that great. But mm-hmm. um if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick solo. Mainly because when I ju- I'm just remembering um a uh a cameo that happens in it that uh people who didn't watch Clone Wars wouldn't understand. Right. yeah or they would be more surprised about yeah or you know be like oh do your research star wars people (laughs) yeah um other than that uh i did watch the friends reunion yesterday oh yeah Uh, it was uh it was a lot longer than i thought it was going to be (laughs) it was an hour and 45 minutes oh my god it's a full-length movie yeah i mean yeah and i mean it's it's a lot of it's edited in a way where everything, every different thing they did is just interspliced throughout. Like there's the, the whole thing where there was like a whole, a panel they did with James Corden moderating and they had a bunch of fans there and he would ask them, but then it was also intercut with just the six of them going around the set and reminiscing and stuff. And then there's another segment where they redid the, uh, the quiz show for the apartment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I was upset that they only did, like, one question from each category because I really wanted to see if I could, if they did question, like, all five questions for all things, if I could have, if I knew them all. Like, <laughs> I knew all I knew all the questions that he asked, but. And then, you know, there's a bunch of. a challenge. Uh, yeah. There's a, it's really, it's so funny seeing how, like something that uh, that people did for 10 years of their life and yet there's things about it they don't remember yeah well, like um a long time right 2004 was when the series yeah, ended i mean yeah it's been it's been over 15 years but um mm-hmm. then uh you know and then there's a lot of a lot of the guest stars made made appearances and uh <laughs> the girls didn't know, remember mr heckle's name <laughs> oh because one of the one of the questions in the thing was uh, whose voice is this? And they played a, an audio clue, and they're like, "Oh, we can't." Remember. They kept saying di- like the wrong thing, and then he actually showed up, and you know, was did was in a in a bathrobe, <laughs> and you know, it was like, "Oh, you guys owe me a cat." But uh, <laughs> it was it was really fun. I I definitely uh, I I what when you uh responded to what i said yesterday it made me think that you watched it too but um i i read a review okay uh i mean at some point i probably could watch it i just haven't really had a time to really really watch anything um, yeah it uh but... a lot of the things were uh where they 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 also had um the three the three uh eps throughout talking about the show and it was really interesting to see like their um they were talking about the how they went through the uh the casting of the show and i learned some really interesting things <laughs> like uh had it not been for this show david schwimmer would have quit acting oh. he, uh well he had already thought about quitted quitting acting and just going back and doing theater and they had to tell him you know like we 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 pretty much wrote this part with your voice in mind so you know they can essentially say you know we wrote this part for you uh 
both Matthew Perry and Jennifer Aniston were, were already signed on to other shows when they were asked for this. Um, Matthew Perry's clearly was a show that was not going to last. What was his? He was signed on to a show called LAX 2149. And it was about baggage claim people at LAX in the future. Oh, hell yes. I kind of that could have been the next that. Seinfeld. That could have been the next Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, they showed a clip. They showed been, a clip. That predated. They Seinfeld. showed a clip from the pilot. <laughs> oh, good. We found the footage. <laughs> and then uh, Jennifer w- and w- was on a a show where she had already shot six episodes of it, and um, they had reached out to that show to to share her between the two. But after like taping the first couple episodes of Friends, she went to them and said, uh. I want to do this show. Can, can you please, can you release, can I get like my release from this show? And apparently, apparently the producer said, you know, that show's not going to make you a star. This one is. Of course yeah. they will. And uh, I mean, of course they're going to they say that. Six efforts and, in, six episodes oh, in. Oh man. Kind of- J- James Corden was a great like moderator host guy because after she told that story and she's like, that's what the guy said. And then he just goes, well, here's that producer now <laughs> making an appearance, but he was, he didn't. And uh, <laughs> Ellen, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see Elliot Gould because I, I honestly thought he passed away with recently, but uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, he, he, and uh, Ross and Monica's mom were, were, in, were in the audience. And I mean, they both looked really old, but I mean, they're in their mid eighties. Mm-hmm. So, but it was yeah. really cool to see them. They Both did a, like old people. They did a weird fashion show to like show all of like the weird things they wore and like had actual supermodels doing like Rachel's bridesmaids dress where her ass was hanging out. And I uh remember that. Oh, it's from season two. Uh Ross's leather pants. Uh that I don't remember. You don't remember the leather pants? Oh. No. The leather pants he, is one of the best episodes. He's he wearing the, the baby cream and he slaps his face with the white baby cream, he, remember? He goes to the bathroom to take the pants off and he can't get them back on because the leather is too tight. So he has to oh. ask Joey. He, and <laughs> so they Joey's... use baby powder and paste and, and lotion <laughs> yeah. to try and get him up and he makes a paste and then he slaps on. his face. I remember the white. paste. So yeah. He's got and the then, white um, paste on his face and it's like, oh, this is definitely not good. And... Yeah. uh <laughs> Justin Bieber shows up dressed as Spudnik. Oh my god. And the the that whole time they were doing that and it kept cutting back to them at the couch, I noticed that Matt LeBlanc wasn't there anymore. And then the final yeah. the final fashion show entrant was Matt LeBlanc wearing all of Chandler's clothes oh from the one where no one is ready. And That's fair. Oh, the the fun, they uh they talked about that episode because that's the episode where Matt LeBlanc separated his shoulder. And that's why in a couple episodes in that season, he had to wear an arm brace and they <laughs> actually showed the take where he jumped into the couch and separated his shoulder. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> this is HBO max, baby. Well, cause, it's because we they were, it was, um, one of the other things they were undercutting was they were all sitting in the, the Monica and Chandler's apartment set and they were just watching like outtakes and things like that. And then that part shows up and they're all like, Oh God, is this the part where you separate your shoulder, Matt? And he's like, Oh yeah, I remember that. And then they oh, show yeah. it and like 
he doesn't like it doesn't look like he's hurt at all when he's in the chair but then he gets up and like grabs his shoulder and then goes into the one of the bedrooms and you just hear him yell ow <laughs> Poor guy. excuse me a minute <laughs> I'll yeah, be right back. It was a it was a really good reunion. Uh, and then of course the last question asked by James Corden was, "Would you want to do like an actual like reunion episode or like movie?" And Lisa Kudrow was like, "No, I don't want to do that because you know the show ended with everybody you know in a good place, and in order for in order to have like another show or or movie, you'd have to unwind all of that for conflict." And, uh, and then he asked, like, what do you think they're, everybody's doing now? And, you know, Rachel and Ross are like, oh, you know, we're probably married and have kids and stuff. And there's everyone else said the same thing. And J- Matt LeBlanc just goes, yeah, Joey probably opened a sandwich shop somewhere in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That is what he did after Joey got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. We're just not going to talk about those two years. And uh, what was he in? He was just doing a modeling career. In he was trying. Right? Well, no, he just he moved to L.A. to further his acting career. That's what it was. Because Drake Ramore got killed off again in Taste of Our Lives. Well, of course. Uh, and then uh, the last thing I've been watching is uh, I started it yesterday. And uh, like I mentioned uh, in our chat, uh, season three of DuckTales is now on Disney Plus. So I started watching that. Season three of the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay. So uh, how far are you now? I am five episodes into season one. Okay. Uh, I had no idea. You never made it see, see or like made it known that uh, there's actually like a bit of an overarching plot throughout the whole show. Yes. And uh, and as far as I know, it's it's specific to the the reboot. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And uh, so, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember that at all, or any mention of it in the original Ducktales or Quackpack. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um. So, and it's you know, the show's been out for a while now, especially this this story arc. Uh. So it's not really a spoiler. To no. Mention what the story arc is. No, they're looking for their mom. Yeah. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie are nephews of grand Donald. nephews of well, yeah, they're nephews of Donald and grand nephews of Scrooge of Scrooge. And, you know, obviously they've been alive for over 50 years in Disney canon and they've never had parents, really. Well, apparently Della um, Duck is already a character, but I don't think she's ever been a character as I think she's been a character mother. in the comics. Yeah. And I think she has shown up in the comics, but it, they had this whole story arc in the first season where, uh, you know, at some point, I guess they were just OK with the whole ordeal. But when they start hanging around Scrooge and start going on adventures and you have Webby being the character that she is, they are just kind of like, wait, I guess we do have a mom and there is a mystery surrounding the mom. What starts it is um, at the end of the, I guess it's the two part thing because the first two episodes are considered like, like the premiere episode. Yeah. Uh, They're in the, the garage, not the ancient museum. Yeah. And uh, Huey is looking at a picture of Scrooge on a ship. Oh, that's right. And Donald's also on it, but like part of it's like fallen down. So he pushes it up and there's another person and he's like, mom. Yeah. So and you then, find out that all three of them went on adventures and yeah. a mystery the, occurs where their mom 
I was missing the episode. Yeah. The episode, the last episode I just watched is the one where um, Webby and Dewey are going through the library at the money bin. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find the secret room and, and there's just a bunch of stuff about, about, about their mom and how she possibly disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like it. Everybody is just, all the voice acting is so great. And, I love hearing David Tennant's thick ass Scottish accent to Scrooge McDuck. It's it's really good and it kind of sticks with you to the point where I was I was honestly a little disappointed that they didn't call him up for Kingdom Hearts 3 because by that point he was available. Yeah. And it's um, it's real nice seeing all three of them have separate personalities and and Webby included in that because you know in the in the original DuckTales they were all just pretty much the same character <laughs> they were the same character um webby was just the the girl child like she was she the girl duck she and was yeah. just there you couldn't hang with us you're gonna embarrass us or yeah. she would get into trouble oh it my was god always that kind of relationship the, the episode where they take her to like the chuck e cheese type place yeah <laughs> so freaking good. yeah and and having the beagle boys with uh well, with Margot Martindale as with the Margo mom. Martindale as the mom. There, yeah, like every time like a new character shows up and you just and you know who the who the voice actor is, you're just like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like it's a uh, you know number one on the yeah. FBI's most wanted list and number five on and number uh, five character actors, AV clubs, and character actors that make every TV show better. And then uh, in yeah, in the last episode where they're all at, at the money bin and Gyro shows up and she's like, oh hi Jim Rash. Yeah, you have Jim Rash, and then you have, uh, and then you have Gear Loose, uh, and you, and then you find out that that's Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> and I've never really heard him talk except for one episode of Drunk History, and I was like, he's good at this. It's he's also in, for the he's also in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He is for a little bit, isn't he? Yeah, he's Amy's one of Amy's brothers. Yeah. Um. So like, but it's a very different voice from what I know. Yeah, and, uh, but it works. It mm-hmm. works really well. And actually, now that you mentioned it, one of the things I remember was uh, we were over at um, f- uh, at like friend, you know, friends and families, and they they were putting on the F- uh, was it Fiona and Ulysses? Sure, it's also on Disney Plus. All four children ducks are in that movie. Really? Yeah, literally, it's got Danny Pudi, Bob Moynihan, um, and Ben Schwartz, and Ben Schwartz, but also Kate Miguchi. <laughs> like all four of them are in that movie. I was like, was this your like severance package when they canceled the show? <laughs> they put you in this little movie. Yeah. Oh, and Launchpad is also he, his timing mm-hmm. is so great for when it is like in the in the first episode when anytime Scrooge is asking about a pilot, he just pops up. I'm a pilot. I'm a pilot. And then all for the payoff for Scrooge to be like, how long has Launchpad been a pilot? <laughs> but uh, the, the line that really did it was in the, the Mount Everest episode where he thinks he's having ice fever. Oh, f- and that's he's a, a good episode. He's about, he's about to drown in the sauna and he's like, I guess this is it. And he pops out and he's like, this is not the end of Launchpad McQuack. It will be by plane crash or not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think I saw the Neverest episode later because apparently that was one I skipped. Mm. Uh, that one's a really good episode it's just really, because of all this, the really stupid It's really weird because I looked it up and the official order is not the order that the episodes aired in. No, they're not. 
but so I think the, that's how I, I skipped the apparent it. the apparent official order is the is how they are on Disney Plus. Yeah, but it's not it's not that different. Yeah, I watched different. most of the first season through what was available on Hulu or what I could find on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, and it wasn't until Disney Plus had first two seasons up and then Hulu kind of messed it up again for season three. So I just I tried my best to watch it all through season three and then uh, in uh, order the the last one. There's this great visual background joke where um, Launchpad is driving them to the money bin in the limo and you hear like what sounds like a crash, but you don't see anything and he's driving in all fine. And then he's like, all right, I'll see you later. And as he's backing out in the background, the front of the limo is wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a really, really good visual gag. And I, th- it's the time there's a time traveling episode. And I think it's either season two or three. But there is a very, very good visual gag in there, and and I won't spoil it for you. Is it You'll as good as wait for it? <sighs> what? No, it's the, not. The, like the it's clowns. not as good as as wait for the it. Clowns. From- oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as good as wait for it because it's way more subtle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it just goes into Launchpad being really stupid. Okay. Oh yeah, and the last thing, I'm glad I have subtitles on because I cannot tell what Donald is saying sometimes. <laughs> well, that's oh, the... I know they will it point is. that out towards the end of the season. I, I can't, you know. I can't, I can't wait for the episodes where he's voiced by Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> and his voice actor, like Donald's actual voice actor, was so pissed. He was oh, really? so pissed. Because it got Probably brought up. It's to be able to speak normally, right? Actually, that's the thing that he hates. He hated the show for making him talk too much. And he talks a lot in season one. And he barely talks in season three. Uh, and anytime can... they need Donald to talk, they replace him with Don Cheadle. And he got more upset at that. I mean, it's a very straining voice to do. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently he doesn't use his vocal cords at all. It's all cheat it's basically yeah and then if you try to explain it to him he's like no that's not it and it's like well explain it he goes no i won't it's i can't explain it's hard to explain it's a mixture of my teeth rattling around inside (laughs) you gotta gotta feel it i have a voice box i use my lucy's in the back yeah it's like uh you know those things that people have when they smoke too much and they can't speak with their throat no more it's like that but i didn't smoke you just press on a button and it all comes out. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you're getting into that series because it's so good. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for more. Pyros, what about you? Uh, I watched a lot. I'll probably only talk about a <laughs> few of these. Um, Sorry. I uh, started with Combatants Will Be Just Deployed. About what was it? The 18th. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it a new series? Uh, yeah, it's one of the new ones. For, uh, basically, a lot of this is from this season. It's all the new stuff from this season. I watched a lot of it um, by the guy who wrote Konosuba. It's very similar. It's pretty good. Um, I watched the boys' gymnastics, rhythmic gymnastics anime, Bakuten. Backflip? Yeah, I can't believe Backflip. that's rated higher than My Hero. Rated higher than My Hero? Um, Are you talking about in 
like in general or just this season? This because I kind of believe it. This season, it's I, this season. I kind of believe it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I watched Odd Taxi, which is in my top three of the season. Um, Odd Taxi is nothing like what I thought when I saw the PM, the PV video at the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. It's the animal people, right? That's the animal taxi one that I was like, oh look, it's it's Taxi Cab Confessions with a. With with animals, no, they're not even close. Um, I also don't want it to be that, right? Well, it's, it's definitely <laughs> well, not good. It's, it's literally a character-driven story mystery, um, and one of the major things that I've like the first episode made me realize that I haven't really, I, I haven't gotten any confirmation one way or the other. Still, is I actually wonder if they're animals at all. Uh, yeah. I have. I have a feeling, like, in the very first episode, they make a couple of references where he, like... So one thing you'll notice is that nobody calls each other by their animal traits, except for the main character. And the only times that he does, he usually just gets laughed and it's treated like it was a nothing kind of thing. Like, they don't ever respond to it in a way that you would expect it to be responding. So it makes you kind of wonder, are they really animals? Or is this something else going on here in the background? Which is really cool. Um... I like that. I watched uh, Kabaddi, which is surprisingly well animated for a really dumb show. Uh, how? Because the first episode, <laughs> it looks like people are made of candles. They look much Ooh, they, like, good. I don't know, the, 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 the uh, they just had really, def- the lines are really well defined in a lot of the characters. I don't know, in, in the later episodes. Uh, like the action what, what scenes are like every, yeah. because like, there were parts where, like, I would watch a guy's eyeballs start drifting towards his mouth while he was talking. I guess I missed that. I was only, like, like this was one I wasn't really expecting to watch a lot, so I was, like, you know, half watching it. So maybe I missed those really bad moments. But it looked better than, I mean, in my opinion, it looks better animated than Bakuten, personally. I like the art. I like the palettes and the 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 cleaner lines over it. Everybody's got thick uh, outer lines. Yeah, I, I personally like that, but that's just me. Um, I continued more of killing slimes for 300 years, max my levels. That's interesting. Not bad. Uh, 86. I watched what's available for that, which is a, probably one of my other top three of the season so far. Uh, if you like Iron Blood and Orphans, watch 86. Oh, 86 is great. Yeah, I, I mean, really, like, I really, I really like. If it. you like Iron Blooded Orphans, you should watch eighty six. It also makes I'm me sorry. wonder. I was looking up Kabaddi. What, <laughs> what oh. is eighty six? Eighty six is basically. I, I mean, it also makes you question Japan's love for Nazi tropes to an absurd degree. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, this is another anime where the main storyline basically is there's a perfect, perfect perfected race who lives in 85 districts who have all single hair color and eye color uh-huh. and they are fighting they're currently a war at against, war they're currently at war with a uh-huh. unmanned drone squad and they're fighting it with their own unmanned drone squad uh-huh. uh which is totally Ex- not unmanned except <laughs> because it's used by the people who basically don't look like them and they are who not live considered in the 86th humans. district and they're not considered humans, so it's okay for them to just go off and die. So they're and not it, technically lying when they call them unmanned. It's pretty fucked up, 
but it's really good and it's got a really lot of good. um it's like i said it's got a lot of the Excellent. iron blood and the, the 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 division that it's kind of following for behind is a group that's basically kind of like ibo's you know the the soldier group that's the main group in the iron blood orphans they're you know yeah. orphans and younger yeah, to middle-aged teen characters and it's a lot of development with them it's, it's really well done um yeah i've been really enjoying you, it if you want your mecha anime that's your mech or other, i guess other than gridman uh that's your mecha anime for the season for sure i uh watched tokyo revengers which Another i'm enjoying one. but uh it's not my top but i'm Where, enjoying it. how much of it how much have you watched uh i don't think i've watched oh, let me see is episode seven aired this week i'm guessing it probably has i've watched it episode six okay yeah I, um, I really i really like that one too it's good i mean it's not bad it's, it's good uh i watched i caught up on spider isekai which again is another one that i'm really happy is going up on the charts because that's really good anime uh i watched vivi which is my third of the top three for right now um not in any particular order mind you uh, mm-hmm. and as i mentioned it before the stream started if, if it's it's hatsune miku terminator uh is a is a is a one that I've seen defined through Giguk at one point when I was watching it somebody else's place. I was like, that's actually a pretty apt comparison. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, it's really good. It's by the writer of Free Zero. It's Studio Wit. It's an original, anime original, and it's pretty good. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Shadow House and decided I'll watch the rest of it, but I don't understand why it's as popular as it is. <laughs> um. I watched shitty full dive RPG anime and it's mediocre. What a title. I was about to say. Well, it really tells you what it is. Its true name is Full Dive. This ultimate next gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. So it actually does say (laughs) shitty. Yeah. Okay. The main premise is that it's 10 years after basically an ultimate full dive rpg comes out where it's like bordering on realism where like there's infinite choices and infinite options and everything's been replicated in the game and it fails miserably as a game because people don't want to play real life they want to play a game Mm -hmm. and so 10 years later this kid gets it pawned off on him and uh he starts playing it and so it's he's literally reliving all of his childhood trauma again effectively which i'm assuming has something to do with how the gameplay works and story-wise but he's basically going, there's a lot of like parallels to his real life in the RPG that's happening and he's dealing with it in the RPG. It's kind of weird. It's mediocre at best. Um, okay. Uh, I watched uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, Omega, which is trash. Um, <laughs> Gotta have your trash. Yeah, I do. I do have to have my trash. I watched the first three episodes of Megalobox too, which uh, is actually better than i was expecting for yeah, a series that i thought had a pretty solid ending and i didn't I, think i, I agree season. i was um, i'm 100 with you on that and i watched the f- I've, I've, I've i've i'm caught up on that but yeah after like the first three episodes i was like glad yeah, this is here uh, yeah the first three episodes they, uh, the first three episodes are definitely like a this is actually better than they they, they had an idea what they were doing with the second season and they did a good job with it so far uh, yeah. we'll see if they you know continue it but um yeah and then the last one that i watched 
I only watched the first episode of, but I, I kind of enjoyed the first episode was uh the last Crunchyroll original, uh Joran, Princess of Blood and Snow. Um and that one's okay. I, I don't think it's gonna be anything amazing, but I don't think it's anything terrible either. So yeah, thirteen series in two weeks. Still haven't started to your eternity yet, huh? No, because I know I'm going to really enjoy that one. Uh I it's, thought the one really the, good. The big I ones I haven't. That. Why not watch the stuff that you know you'll like? Also because it's a twenty episode <laughs> series, so I don't know. Okay, Is I'm not really? as worried about. Yeah, it's it's twenty episodes. Huh. So I'm not I'm not as worried about falling behind on that one because I know I can catch up to it over the next season as well. If twenty maybe. episodes, that's weird. Uh, it's same with it's a little weird. Same with Hero Academy. That's got twenty five episodes, so I'm not in a rush to catch up on it because there's still another 12 episodes to go versus a lot of these ones that I'm watching are 13 episode series. Oh, that's uh, what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the big ones I need to catch up on still that I'm really looking forward to are quadruple S Dynasmon, zombie land fruits basket. Uh, obviously to your eternity. Oh man, this is a weird, Sorry, I was going back because I was like, how many episodes of My Hero do I need to watch to catch up? But then I realized that Hulu did this really messed up. So it's season five, episode one, and then season five, episode 89. Oh, no. It's quite the jump. Oh, yeah. So I was like, how many episodes are in season five right now? Uh, I, I think the last one was 87 or 97. The last one was 92. So technically, it's episode yeah. eleven of season five, but it is tech. Tomorrow's episode is ninety-eight. Yes, yeah, it sounds like yeah. something like that. So yeah, that's kind of where I stand. There's a lot of stuff that I caught up on, and there's a lot of stuff I still want to catch up on. I've still got, you know, that's only thirteen out of thirty-three, so I still have twenty more shows that I'm trying to catch up on. Yeah, but. A lot. Stuff. <laughs> it's quite I kind of, I kind of trying to, I was kind of trying to splice the stuff I knew less about watching first. Yeah. Over the stuff that I, I either I know I'm going to, I'm not worried about liking or not. Um, You're pacing yourself. Yeah. So I, I left a lot of the good stuff at the end. I left uh, Fruits Basket, Mor- Moriarty, you know, a couple shows that I'm looking for, and then there's some that I obviously just haven't started because they're in Netflix jail. And funnily enough, they're not doing well in Netflix jail either. Even with Netflix jail, they're, people are not saying they're good adaptations, which is unfortunate. Um, Eden Zero. Netflix jail. Oh. Eden Zero and Shaman King are both. Uh, but Eden Zero uh, is going to be ass because it's fairy tale guy. I'm not, I'm not worried about Eden Zero being ass. Uh, <laughs> and I probably won't. Well, I may end up just dropping that one and not watching like, it at all. Let's be real. How many episodes till you think Shank shows up again? I have no idea. Probably five. Yeah, it's just like he's a fucking hack, dude. Like, but I, but I am kind of disappointed. Draws the Shaman same damn King is is not a good adaptation. I, that's unfortunate. Well, Shaman King's supposed to be the sequel series, right? It's not the original. It's a reboot. I thought it's a reboot. It's a full, it's a full yeah. like reimagining of the. Well, it's it's a readaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of like, oh, this will be because like no, I should go back and watch the original series. No, it's it's like ah. Orphan. It's like the Orphan remake they did uh, last year as well. Poop. Um, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, they, no, they're, they're following the manga. Apparently, anime yeah, is because like the sec- I, know, I think the second half of the original anime just like goes off. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're starting to do a lot of anime starting to do the uh hey, let's bring back the early two thousand series that people somewhat liked, but we didn't do a good job with and let's brotherhood them. So it yeah. seems to be a trend that I think we're gonna start seeing again soon here. I think we're gonna start seeing more of those older shows. I really show like Shaman King. I just never finished it. Yeah. I, that's why I'm a little disappointed to hear it's not a yeah. like a, 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 it's not topping any charts, which I mean it could be partially Netflix jail for that reason, but but you know the scores on a lot of the sites I'm seeing are not friendly either. It's, yeah, it's like regardless of that. Yeah, but I also don't see how it. My Hero is lower than the Boys Gymnastics. Anime. Oh yeah, the fact so, that I saw My Hero was like seven out of ten on the ranking boards was pretty crazy to see My Hero that low. I guess personally speaking, I'm just not really interested in this season so far. Yeah, but to like, I, to rank it that low just i don't know the and i guess i because i literally just watched all like to catch up to it and i'm like oh this isn't as bad as everybody said oh that's okay that's good i guess so yeah and if you're enjoying it that's good no i'm not enjoying it because (laughs) but it's like the the animation itself is really fucking quality so like i don't understand why people are yeah, but like I don't get why people are like, "Oh, this is worse than like most of the stuff that's out right now." I'm like, "What? What are you okay, watching? Yeah. Like, what are you comparing this to?" I think the problem is that a lot of people are comparing it to the, the like I said, my top three in the season. Vivi eighty six and Odd Taxi are like really high quality animes this season, um, and I think they're setting a pretty high bar for a lot of the other shows. It Even can though- also be preference for newer things over older things because even if a show's really good it's still for going on as long as it does and taking breaks it's like again yeah like not... one piece doesn't even show up in top 10 charts well yeah not on my end unless it's number three yeah well yeah if you're looking at it, like overall like no for out. top airing oh currently guess, airing yeah currently airing yeah. Dude, okay. they have one piece above my hero and i'm just looking at stuff like that and be like who uh, literally who one piece is better than it was yeah but better than well, not great <laughs> like you you watched the third battle right <clears throat> what oh, like, my, of hero? my hero of my hero yeah uh yeah the, you, i haven't you seen the second the, half of it the, well i'm talking to caboose but like you saw the animation they put <laughs> into literally just in Genium. yeah and you're telling me that isn't good I like mean, people, I can appreciate it. It doesn't yeah, mean like I people are, doesn't mean people are like saying, it. People are saying that it is worse than One Piece and the boys' gymnastics anime. And I'm just like, I can't okay. speak for the boys' gymnastics anime, but <laughs> I, I will tell I mean, you, the boys' gymnastics not anime free. surprised. I'll tell it's, you, it's not free. Yeah, and I would also say it, I'm surprised the boys' gymnastics anime is as good as it is because the first episode I thought was. They did a really poor wireframed CGI uh, routine in the first like five minutes. And I was like, nice. If that's going to be all the rhythmic dancing parts is going to be that wireframe animation. Wow. I'm a little worried about this show. I, so hey, I'm COVID impacted everything. I feel I'm like kind of surprised one of situations where it's just jaded anime fans are upset. So they're like, oh, totally. It because it's like it probably is from, that's, from, all, it, that's all it ever is not, because it's not what they want. Right, like it's not what I want. I'm. Are you talking about just happy. because it's a tournament art? Yeah, like I'm not happy mm. with because like 
there's literally so much in that world that has still not been talked about and like we're really going back to another tournament to show off people's mm-hmm. abilities and you're supposed to believe that somehow these other people are keeping up with the main characters even though the main characters have had like three times the amount of hardship it just doesn't make sense yeah. oh, let me th- i mean i i i was there yeah, four like it, epi- four episodes it, of this podcast ago. <laughs> like, yeah, I was sense. like, "This is so stupid." But but to like just outright say that it's bad, I don't think it's bad. Like I like One Piece. There are parts where like you can't watch this. It's trash. It's actually trash. Like you can still watch My Hero. It's not. I mean, you know, ever since Wano, One Piece has had a different director, right? Oh, yeah, wow. but like even even when I watched the episode of Zoro getting his sword. Like I was still like, this still looks like kind of ass. Like the the last time I thought One Piece looked really really good was when he was fighting Katakuri. But like, that's because of course they're gonna put all their money into that. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. No. Whitebeard and uh, and Roger. Like I watched that too. That was pretty good. But okay. Yeah. That was that was pretty good looking. Yeah. But but like, Shonen to Shonen, my hero is clearly getting more. I would more money. It's definitely it's definitely more consistent. Yeah. By the way, Shonen to Shonen would also be a really good name for an anime podcast. Just saying. <laughs> Shonen to men. <laughs> but either way, the end at the end of my Boys conversation, <laughs> at the bare minimum, my top three to watch are Vivi, Odd Taxi, and Eighty Six. They both do very different things, and they all three of them are actually pretty character heavy. Um, mm-hmm. And I realized I that's my favorite type of anime, are the, you know, character driven, story focused animes. I don't like action's important. Yeah, but you mean my melodrama? I wanna I wanna really connect with the character, and you know wanna understand. It's why I love Rakugo so much. That just that's yeah, like, but it, it's it's for different. It's completely different genres. Like yeah. Like I'm not gonna say I don't want Haikyuu, right? Like That's even true. though I love Rakugo, I'm not gonna I, be like, well, Haikyuu's just not it. Right? And I still enjoy my, you know, my hero academias. <laughs> um, but I think what I, the shows yeah. that I look back on the most and go, man, I really loved that. I mean, I, I will say, my hero season. Well, my one hero was had one of my literally yeah. that, like what you're talking about. So it's right. just like, yeah, yeah. And I, it I was, did. I just, I just, I, I, that's what I was just about to say. I was going to say, My Hero Season 1 was one of my favorite animes of all times because I really yeah. like the characters in it. It's fallen down because it's been less about it's, that, It's though. too shonen. It is, it is uh, following the shonen tropes way too hard. So, it, it, My Hero is kind of one of those interesting ones, definitely. Cause yeah, I definitely, like, I always think about the Obi-Wan meme where it's just like, you know, you were the chosen one. Yeah. You're supposed to oh, bring yeah, balance. Now not... Demon Slayer is the chosen one, so. <laughs> now Demon, now Demon Slayer is the chosen one, that's right. Um, that's well, and, and, and again, like, I don't, I remember, like, the last couple of seasons, whenever My Hero was on, like, people wouldn't shut up about it, and I don't see anybody talking about it. Yeah, but those seasons season. were dealing with the actual overarching fucking, like, yeah. conflict. Even though I yeah. thought I thought the I don't I just don't think anybody weak. wants to deal with tournament arcs. Yeah, and it's it, and my hero has a lot of them. I did like the school festival though; that was funny. You just <laughs> liked the villain in it. 
I really did. The, the premise so of that dumb. arc is so dumb. It yeah, is really dumb. <laughs> but like that one, let's I could have get a festival because... so we all feel better. <laughs> yeah. But then we almost didn't because we had this really stupid villain. That was that was the gentleman dude. Who was or whatever. A the gentleman. Of a hero. Yeah. <laughs> because he was a failure. Yeah. I honestly, I kind of liked it, and I feel like if that would, because like. I remember him talking about it a long time ago when he did the first tournament arc in the manga where he was kind of like, I needed, you know, a tournament arc is supposed to be your palate cleanser for drama. Or maybe you have something very dramatic happen. And, you know, the, the the story arc with the Yakuza was really good. It was really interesting. And it was animated like shit. Yeah, it kind of was. Whatever. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm, so, I, I'm still I don't, so mad I'm about gonna... that Lemillion fight. Uh, I'm so but, mad. I'm sorry, not that fight, that PowerPoint presentation that happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but besides that, like after that, it's been wasn't the I think the immediate thing was the school festival, wasn't it? Yes, yes. it was right after. Yeah, so you have the school through. festival, and then you have. But no, you uh, also had the hero course. Oh, so yeah. you had another. You also had the hero out. exam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, the hero exam. Oh no, that was before the festival. Yeah, because that's why Bakugo's not there, and that's why you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's 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 the Yakuza thing. It's the the hero exam, and then it's the festival. No, no, no. And then it's no, another the hero exam before the Yakuza thing, because that's why those two are not there. I think Andrew's talking about. Or I think. Yeah. You, no, no, no. He's right. He's right. He's right. No, 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 no. Pizza's right. Yeah, because there's, there's also the re- would, there's also the retakes. Them. Yeah, when Bakugo and and uh, oh yeah, the retakes might be after. Yeah, you're yes, right. the retakes yeah. are after Yakuza. Yes, they are, and I I remember that because it was such a those two were those two episodes were super boring because it was literally them being babysitters. You're just like who? Yeah. who I like cares? the kindergarten teacher. I really like the kindergarten teacher, and that was it because she's just given up. There was a bunch of mini I'm, arcs for that season. I'm done here. You take them, children. You know, this feels like uh, another mini arc right after. Yeah. And then it was followed up by the school festival, which I thought was was funny. And, but, like, I would rather have that as your palate cleanser than another fucking tournament arc. Like, I'm so tired of them. Mm-hmm. Well, but, like... They're cool if you want to do set pieces. Is it but, like, cool, you can though? do set... But because you can do set pieces in actual dramatic stuff. No, but like, like or you instead, you can just use a generic city set for another set piece of your tournament. Exactly. Instead of another fabricated cityscape made do of in, pipes. Do them in your movies to make the other heroes look cool. Exactly. But, but like, yeah. you have to have crazy suspension of disbelief that like Deku. When his group needs to fight the other group, it should be over. It should immediately yep. be over. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he defeated one of the strongest villains we've ever seen in the series. Why am I supposed to believe that a person <laughs> who's gonna have trouble has if never he did even what he needed to do to defeat Overhaul to defeat them, he'd die. It still doesn't That's right. it still doesn't he had matter. to have a healer. He, he still he still had him a MacGuffin to defeat Overhaul. Hey, yeah, he had to have a healer. Just tell him to go to that LFG island island science facility from movie one and get his new bracers back no, 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 and he can no. do it, it all over it is the same right. it movies. is the same problem with boruto like you're yeah. expecting me to believe that boruto is oh, yeah. longer than his dad shut yeah. the fuck up shut well the and, fuck uh, and up. i'm also That's not thank, how this works thank you for calling well, and, and him you, his dad <laughs> boruto's dad he seems I, cool. I think the is other thing show about him <laughs> I think what's funny too is that like every time they do a, a tournament arc or anytime they do a class examination, there's at least five characters that say like, "Wow, class A has really been through a lot, so that's why they're better than class B." 
because they've been through a lot. Yeah. They they had this thing happen to them, and then they but do then another tournament not. arc, and then it's just the same two characters. See, like, well, Class A had a lot. Class, a, class A's been through a lot. That's why they're so much better than Class B. I was say, you know, there's only like three, three maybe yeah. four characters you could argue can be at like an even power level with Deku, and that's arguable. Well, but, but then it gets yeah. it gets worse, right? Because yeah. Todoroki and Bakugo are also supposed to be as good as Deku, right? Yeah. So yeah. why the fuck are they going to lose? Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, it's say, because they're not, they don't have good bedside the, manner. The, it's just, the, because they're stupid yeah, kids. The three people, kids. the three people I would argue are, should be on an even, like somewhat similar level are, yeah, Todoroki, Bakugo, and um, Tokuyomi, the yeah, bird boy. Bird boy. He, oh, yeah. he's been to, he's been to actual real training as well yeah but, but so guess, like, what? <laughs> guess what he's a fucking jobber too yeah and that, like, like this, that, uh, team one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fact that those three heroes no are like the only they three that you kind oh, of right. expect no, to be useful he almost did he literally almost they, he, did he had and to then lose he had a the, case of the he had to lose mouth. for the story to make sense and that's why yeah, exactly bad. that is and that's why writing. and that's why i got so upset too because i was like i knew that they were going to lose because well, the, the bad writing is getting put into that position in the first place yeah i was like i know how this is going to be you have to create stakes so either the first either class a loses or wins the first fight and then they lose or win the like they do the opposite next time right exactly of course because there's no like, point. And then there, because you need to build a, tension for round three. And then there's a draw. Yeah. And then you have to do round four. And the whole point of round four is Deku being like, can you make me see the previous avatars again, please? I haven't <laughs> even seen it. I'm just assuming that's what happens. That's yeah, funny. foreshadowing's a bitch, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, can you make me see my mom? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's why I've been really disappointed in this dad? season. <laughs> Uh, his dad is uh, all that's Might. a real good question. The, he's yeah. illegitimate his, son of all Might. His dad exists. Oh, that's right. We just have never seen him. We he's know what his quirk boy. is, but we don't know who he is. Oh yeah, what was his quirk again? It's something to do with fire. I thought the mom was fire. No, she can make stuff float. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just minor like, levitation. What? Oh wow, no, maybe they're meant to like, be together because you remind me of my mom. Cups cool. and junk. She can make like easy like plates and cups float. Oh yeah, she, yeah. Well, I it's, she yeah, would do the specifically thing it, yeah. small things. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty useless. <laughs> also, I thought Deku was like a like super rarity to not have a quirk, but apparently twenty percent of the population doesn't have a quirk. So like, it's a very wait, large percentage. Yeah, they said, they said that big. from the beginning too. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty big. So like, no, like I, I it's it's funny that they said that from the beginning. And yeah, but was they like, make Deku Wait, seem like twenty percent is actually a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's a large number when you that's really over think about a billion it. people. But they Le- fewer but they really people make, are left-handed. Yeah, they make him seem like he's the only person on the planet without one. Just him yeah. and all. Yeah, just him that's and all. Well, maybe they're I, all in some other I've country. Never, God, yeah, America. I never thought about that. Fewer people are left-handed than don't have quirks. Yeah. Thank God, Deku's not left-handed and quirkless. Well, well wait. He, whenever he punches, he freak does he go to? Huh? Whenever he punches, what hand does he go to for the big? Well, punch? That's a, you have to find Be- out in the next episode. A- before or after he fucked up his hand? Oh, I get. Wait, <laughs> technically, <laughs> he's he's neither <laughs> handed because he can't hold things yeah. anymore. Uh, his one for all smash at a hundred percent is with his right hand. Oh, yeah, damn. and now he doesn't really nope. use his right hand anymore. No. Nope. He had to use his his non-dominant hand 
so that he could still, you know, write and hold teacups. I don't think he was thinking hand. that way when he was punching. Well, uh, Maybe. Uh, apparently, there are rumors that Hunter Hunter might come back, and that's another thing where I'm just like, Ooh. wait, the anime? Yeah, yeah, the what? anime. And I'm like, are we going to start from the beginning again? No, no, no. <laughs> they would continue from where they left off, and but I'm like, this is a terrible idea. It's an awful <laughs> idea. They're not even. They're not even two done. Arcs in. They're in. They're in like halfway through the second arc. After yeah, that they're arc, on the, they're on the boat still, right? They're on the boat, and while it's technically a third arc in its own way on the boat, it, it, no. Yeah, no. The problem is they will run out of stuff before the creator keeps creating. So it's just like, like just don't do it. There's some really cool shit they can show. Yeah, there is to get to that point. Is he but, the one where we have to do this so that he doesn't sick. like play more Idol Master? No, that was Berserk's creator. Uh, that, that was, was, was Kentaro Mira. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the the most recent arc in Hunter Hunter is literally like, what if I were to introduce stands into my manga? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> no, they just they shouldn't do it. Please don't do it. We're coming oh, back for twelve more episodes. We need the I money. I knew. I knew. I knew. I liked him for a reason. Appar- apparently Zoro is left-handed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, how can you tell he uses his mouth? Yes, but when he mouth-handed. only uses when he only uses one sword, he uses uh, it left right. Yeah. Uh, Sas- Sasuke, Sasuke was left-handed. Uh, that's what happens when you get your mind taken over by a snake. No, at the end of the show he loses his left arm. <laughs> right. Got to learn someday. In their final fight, they each lose Sasuke loses his left arm and Naruto loses his right arm. And so and Naruto gets a, a cool new arm and Sasuke was like, no, nah, I'm good. Sakura yeah. can sign all my forms for me. I'm going to let my daughter be stronger than me. Yeah. Uh, She'll be my left arm. Yeah, Boruto's a little frustrating. As was yeah, Ed- uh, Edward yeah. Elric is left-handed too, apparently. That, that, I, 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 that I actually knew. Um, yeah, I did know that. For whatever dumb reason, I actually knew that. <laughs> I think they make a point of it at some point like they talk about it um well i mean yeah his right hand is his his auto mail hand technically this would be my writing hand because i could you know it's a computer inside a little pencil right there go go gadget pen and that's you know boom i have a house uh no what that brings me to like I feel like that's a thing in shonen anime in manga in general where the kids always have to become stronger than the adults because it empowers the child reading it. Yeah. Because that's a huge thing for my hero. Like all the kids are technically stronger than the adults, but they try to at least because they have to be a little bit more. Well, it's either they have to be. Well, class A has been through a lot, Aaron. Well, that, that's how it that's how it starts out is all of them are like, we have to be stronger than the adults simply just because we have to be. Because yeah. because eventually we, we almost be got dead. murdered like five times. Well, um, like eventually they'll all be dead, so we have to be stronger now. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but it was also the idea that like the quirks can mutate, and technically you could have an offspring that is just genetically, mathematically stronger than Todoroki. You know, both parents combined. Exactly. Like you, you either have your series go long enough to where you have the Goku problem, or <laughs> you cut it off before then and you just have the kid inherit the Boruto the problem. And yeah, because oh, Goku no, 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 becomes stronger than Goku. Or Boruto, like you just you show Boruto, but you don't go past it. Like you just or you don't just talk about him, or you be one yeah, piece you and stop, have everyone's you st- parents fucking die. 
You stop it at the Lion King. You don't go to Simba's Pride. Yeah, just don't. Just yeah, don't. I guess I guess Boruto is a Goku problem in a way, but just not done well. It's the same thing because like, but they try to they try to explain that one because they're like, oh, the Saiyan blood mixed in with the Earthling blood technically makes them stronger, and so the more mixing that, that you have, didn't. the stronger they become. <laughs> that well, was so the dumbest Boruto part. Boruto is supposed to be stronger because he has eye powers. But like, yeah, Naruto is the fucking Boruto is stronger because he has an iPad. The QB, like it. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's so right. it's the whole reason it is because his father is from the line of the Sage of Six Paths, so he has that. Yeah. His mother is from the Byakugan family, so he has both. It's it's the stupid whole mixing yeah. thing together. But he doesn't but, have yeah, just like Gohan. But no, he you doesn't. lose because you don't have infinite the, chakra. He also yeah. doesn't. He also doesn't have the Byakugan either. Whoa. His sister right. got that. <laughs> Whoops. I just it's dumb. It's bad. Don't yeah. don't live it's, enough long. It don't is live long enough to be for, Boruto. Yeah. I thought you were trying to make a Harvey Dent thing earlier, so that's why I started laughing. <laughs> don't be burrito. Yeah. You either die in Naruto or you live long enough to become a Boruto's dad. You should probably ask pizza what he's watched at this point. I, I was gonna say, so what are you but us? <laughs> Uh, yeah, caught up with my hero. I finished JoJo's with my friend. And nice, I, nice. I just in time I, to wait for part six. Yeah, I forgot that Silver Chariot's awakened form has nothing to do at all with like his preform. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's very it's all, different. It's all just completely made up shit on the spot to make a like a crisis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I started Steins Gate. Well, I'm excited for you to watch. You never watched that before? No, because I was Stein- just like I knew of its existence and I knew it was very good, but I just never like. Are you gonna you're gonna watch it in release order or chronological order or both? No, I'll just watch it how it aired. I'm not I watched in release order first. I'm not gonna watch Steins Gate Zero. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> I don't. I was well, just asking. I haven't what... heard anything good about it. It's not bad. I mean, it just it fills in more story. Once you finish Steins Gate original, there's some questions at the end that if you wanted to have answers to, you could watch Steins Gate Zero or one of the other movies and get some of those questions answered. You don't have to, but it does. Uh, it fills in some plot gaps a little bit. It's uh, it's you, you know how I feel about stuff that I don't feel needs to exist. For right. The original and, medium. So like, if yeah. It, if it doesn't need to be there, I just would it, rather not. It is an arc in the original, as I understand. Um, it is one of the paths you can take. But um, I, at the end of the day, I feel like if you enjoyed Steins Gate and don't feel like you need more, you're perfectly fine with not watching Zero. Um, Zero is just a different kind of story. Uh, they're, they're all good. I think Steins Gate's the original is the best of them, though. Definitely. So I'm really glad you're watching that. Um, not enough people have watched Steins Gate, in my opinion, at this D&D day and age. Out of like all of my f- friends that watch anime, I think, other than Caboose at this point, I think you'll be the only other person that's watched it that I know. Which is weird because there's a lot of memes. Like I, I know figured it was a, more popular than it was. It's such a like yeah, it's such like a known to be a good show by a lot of people, and it's so underwatched. It's crazy. I hope you enjoy Steinscape. I mean, yeah. so far I've just been <laughs> very confused as to why 
everyone in his life lets him act like this? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um, and yeah, why bananas? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so before we move on to news, I do want to take a little real quick break. I just need to get some some hydration. Uh, but before that, I just want to take a quick short segment collected in where you've got our collectathon corner where we update you on the latest collectible games and downloads that you might want to get your Dorito dusted fingers on. I am very excited about the the retro bit is producing with Capcom the Mega Man Wily Wars reproduction cartridge. Um, so those are up for pre-order now, I believe, until June 21st. So uh, it's, I think, $70 for the collector's edition. And I think that's the only way it comes. But it's comes with like collectible cards. It comes with like a full instruction manual. It comes in like the the shell case. I believe Retrobit did the Toplin collector set, like the Zero Wing and all that. So um, those were really highly sought after and really well received. And now this is like the first official time you can own a physical cartridge of the Mega Man Wily Wars, which was the Genesis collection of one through three. Um, including a, a Wily Tower add-on that you could play as well. And it was basically just a boss rush mode. So if you're a big Genesis person, um, if you're looking forward to Analog finally bringing back more Mega SGs, they were supposed to do that in May and they didn't. Um, so we'll just keep on waiting for that to come back. Um, but if you're a big Genesis enthusiast and you want a fully sanctioned version of this repro cart, then uh, you can go to retrobit.com and go buy it there uh limited run has also been doing a lot of stuff with uh castlevania and double dragon so they um the ps4 and switch versions of the castlevania collection are now physical so you can go and buy them from limited run uh they also are doing i'm just remembering this off the top of my head uh they have double dragon 4 which i know a lot of people didn't like but they also have a big collector's edition of Double Dragon Neon for the Switch because that just got pushed onto the Switch like last month. Um, so right now those are up for pre-order as of this podcast, and I believe that goes up until the end of the month. So we'll I'll have more information as we keep going through. But for now, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back. I'm Like I said, probably really quickly because we got some news to go through. Uh, when we return, we'll talk about the Sonic Central, the Dragon Quest uh, Direct, 30th and 35th anniversary stream as well as uh the horizon gameplay look we'll probably talk very briefly about that because it is what it is but we'll be back don't go away well if you do just come back soon just whatever it's fine oh we'll be right back and oops i'm on the wrong page i knew i was missing something hello we're back <laughs> there we go we got trucker hat back <laughs> I mean, technically, it didn't go anywhere, but, you know, wasn't necessarily covering googly-eyed Inuyasha. It's googly-eyed action. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start with the news. So a couple of quick things, and actually, yeah, I'll, I'll add your thing, uh, Dark Pyros, onto this. Hey, quick announcements. Yeah. 
Pokemon Company recently just unveiled the two uh, release dates for their two upcoming games. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will release on November 19th, and Pokemon Legend Arceus will release on January 28th, 2022. Seems about right. I feel like when they said early 2022, like, this is early 2022. Yeah. So, I was kind of expecting, like, a March. It still may get a delay. Anytime anytime I hear... Yeah, anytime mm-hmm. I hear early twenty, early any year, I immediately think the end of the first <laughs> quarter. I do too, and it's usually because like Nintendo likes to have that early spring game to come out, and then yeah. that's what they advertise during the summer. Now I think about it, I don't even know what that game was for them this year. The Super Mario Party update? Oh that it? That's all they got? <laughs> <laughs> that's their big game this year yeah i mean online it's pretty big which by the way i mean it's a big deal but the fact that it doesn't work unless you're using a dongle is frustrating you have to use you have to be hardwired if you're not hardwired i think i watched i watched some big streamers oh. playing it and they played five games and the games disconnected on the eighth round of a 10 round game in all oh, five okay, games okay I thought you were it's saying just, it was a hard rule, and I was like, no, wait, they're willing to do that for Mario Party, but not Smash. How, with how unstable rule. the connection is, and there's no way to reconnect once your connection is lost for even a split second, the entire game is canceled. So it's really bad without a toggle. Mm. So it's kind of unfortunate. One step forward, two steps back in a way. Yeah. But I mean, anyway. I'm, I'm looking forward to all these games just because, like, Brilliant Diamond is going to be how I finish my Sinnoh decks. It's literally yeah. just for four Pokemon. That's it. Like, I finished everything in Platinum and Pearl. Um, hopefully, some of the things that I found wrong in Sinnoh will be not there. I can't necessarily guarantee that because I we think can, one of the... We can dream. One of the reasons... You can dream. I think one of the reasons why I just stopped liking it so much was because everything was so slow, but also... Every single Pokemon, for some reason, has Detect or uh, Protect. And so you always just go through like three rounds of hey, nothing. Maybe, maybe the remake will fix that. I hope so. Unlikely, I really, really hope but... so. Because these are moves that are interesting in uh, in like doubles matches like oh, yeah. between two humans. But when you're just trying to blast through a game and you know that the CPU is like stupid easy in the first place, the fact that they would spam those moves on a single player like match, it just doesn't make any sense. And it just makes you frustrated. And then the fact that you have to go through three turns, like two to three turns of that and hope that it fails on the third turn and that it's still letting you know that it's raining. Hopefully like the remakes would fix that because you should be able to tell if it's raining or not. Yeah, well, um, yeah, that that was that was the biggest problem with Gen Four was just when they added weather effects and it took like ages to do anything. Um, and, and weather they, effects were in Gen Two too, because you had um, you had Sunny Day, you had uh, Rain. I can't remember the full name of the move, but like the rain a rain dance, and you had Sandstorm, yeah. and they would show it, but it was like super fast. It was just like was what's Sandstorm sand, Gen Two? The Sandstorm, yeah, Sandstorm is still raging. And it's just like. Bleh. Sandstorm. I didn't remember Sandstorm was in Gen 2. Weird. Yeah. Pipitar has it. Or uh, Larvitar has it. I don't know, for one. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to these games. I wonder if, if they don't do Nat decks on Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. I'm at least expecting them to stop at Sinnoh. And so you'll probably see, like, the first three gens somewhat. And then Gen 4. 
and I imagine they would probably stop after that, and probably Alola and Gar or uh, Galarian forms, because mm-hmm. that's what they did with Let's Go. Um, and then yes, let's take a look. We've got this from I can't even read the name of the site, TechRafter.net. L- like their actual logo is in the the main bar, but it's like this big. Yeah, <laughs> they have an ad above it. That's like the size of my monitor. Um, so let's see here. We got Bloodstain 2 and Aceto Corsa 2 confirmed. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah. I thought it was Aceto Corsa, but they said Aceto. So. Uh, presentation by 505 Games' parent company, Digital Bros, has confirmed that Bloodstain 2 and Aceto Corsa 2 are in the works. They're both quite a ways off yet, with the latter not expected to launch for at least a couple of years. Damn. Yep. And I thought Bloodstain took to, took a long time. Uh, right now, we don't know too much about either. Unfortunately, this news comes to us via the quarterly Digital Bros financial presentation. In the presentation, they highlighted Bloodstained Ritual of the Night's high met- Metacritic score. Which currently is weird. 83. <laughs> it turned out okay. And no, uh, just, expected. Just the fact that we're like, in a financial presentation, look at Metacritic, guys. <laughs> I, dude that was that was part of the problem like people were complaining about metacritic because like people like company like developers were losing company bonuses based off the game's fucking metacritic rating like, if it wasn't a 90 or above you're not getting your christmas bonus and I was like, so this crazy is stupid I just, actually no. that was one of the stories that came out about cyberpunk was that they had to have a metacritic score of a certain height and otherwise they weren't going to get their bonus and because the game got re- reviewed so poorly they had to and because they found out about it, they had to reverse their decision and be like, all right, you're still getting your bonuses. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fucked up. It was. But so many game companies were doing that as a as a prerequisite for whether or not you got a bonus. Yeah, it's just part of being in the industry. There's so much, only I, so much you can do if there's bad direction and production from up top. You can't make a game better and you shouldn't punish your developers who are working their ass off for it. Because, you know, the direction was garbage. Right? Yeah. And that's that's what actually what happened to Harmonix because Rock Band Two did exceedingly well, and a lot of the almost everyone from the company uh, got like an intense bonus at the end of the year after Rock Band Two came out. Rock Band Three came out, and it didn't sell well, or didn't sell as well as Two. And EA apparently asked for their money back. That see that's stuff, man. Like I understand your like, bonus. What the hell? I understand your bonus not being bigger if your game doesn't sell more because you obviously don't have as much money to give to people. But saying no bonus if you don't hit a certain Metacritic is just mm. yeah, or That's, if you don't sell a certain number of copies. Yeah, yeah. That's dumb. Uh, expected lifetime revenues. It also it had expected lifetime revenues of at least thirty million euro, which is thirty six million dollars. Um, the company also confirms that there is a second version in development. Unfortunately, yeah. Digital Bros doesn't provide any kind of estimate as to when we can expect Bloodstained 2 to arrive. Um, the slide detailing a set of Corsa's achievements tells a different story or similar story. The slide confirms that Corsa 2 is on the way with an expected release window of 2024 election year. There's also a mobile version coming this summer. The sequel's existence is likely down to a set of Corsa's remarkable performance. I just like it sold around 12 million copies and has earned more than 66 million or 80 million dollars in revenue. I just like that they showed the the slide for Bloodstain, but they didn't show the set, of course. Yeah, because we know what you're here for. We know what you clicked on. I clicked for the Bloodborne. 
bit. There's been like four Bloodstained games in the last like five years, and there's mm-hmm. been like two one Ascent, of course, Castlevania game. game in the last decade. And oh a yeah. Half. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't care about Castlevania anymore. Well, they got their, because, they uh, got their anime, and that's all they it's care because about. Because they try to westernize. Yeah, Lords of Lord, Shadow, Lords which, of Shadow. by the way, were good games, but nobody wanted to buy them. Yeah. Whoops. Technically, it's y'all's fault. Definitely not, not Konami. That was that was my only Konami. last minute news thing that I thought was kind of interesting was because I, I enjoyed Bloodstain too. Bloodstain one hey, as well. Just like Pizza said earlier today, like we had nothing for three weeks, and then we had all nothing but news for the last like two days. Yeah. Probably going to be similar at this point because. Apparently it's E3 week. Who knew? E- e- E3 <laughs> is two weeks from now, so it's very unlikely. You wouldn't get... know it. <laughs> I- I'm yeah, just saying. When is Jeff Keighley's summer bash? Yeah, when is After Jeff Keighley's uh, summer party at his mom's house oh, because they're all out of town? E3. I mean, like, I'll look it up while we talk about other things. But, but yeah, I mean, I have a feeling we're going to get like no news next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm spent. Because we're going to be waiting. Summer Games Fest 2021. It starts on... Okay, I don't need to have the flashing screen. June 10th. So it actually starts two days before E3. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. He did that on purpose. I think E3 is the yeah, 11th or the 12th. Yeah. Yeah, 12th. So it's literally two wow, days right after Ratchet and Clank. Oh, boy. Presented um, by Prime Gaming. Ooh. Yeah, it is, isn't it? They're gonna You're going to see a lot of Luna content. <laughs> Finally gonna see what that system looks like. Uh next up on the on the chopping block, we had uh the thirty-fifth anniversary of Dragon Quest and uh special. They decided to actually grace us with its presence. Uh and six games were announced for the for this inaugural event. Yeah, it was pretty ex- I mean four four games were announced. <laughs> I, I, two of them I wasn't really like, mm. or at least five, I mean, yeah. five games. I wouldn't say five games. The first game I argue was yeah, really kind of a nothing burger. Yeah, I think like the very first game that they announced was essentially like uh, kind of a can- puzzles and dragons. It's, it's Candy Crush Dragon Quest. It's, it's literally yeah. So much money, holy! Oh, of course it is. Yeah, but it's called Dragon Quest Keshi Keshi, which. Keshi is a race, though they all look like little racers. You get it? Yep. Uh, but um, it does kind of remind me of some kind of Puzzles and Dragons sort of and, thing. And in the live stream, he even talked about it. He was like, oh, I love Candy Crush games, so I'm going to love this game. I was level 1,000 in Candy Crush, and everyone in the chat was like, a level 1,000? Dude, you played that game way too much. Yeah, much as my mom. That's why Dragon Quest Eleven took forever to come out. Yeah, <laughs> so that was that was that was the big game that I was kind of like this, this shouldn't really have been considered one of the six. Oh no, this is going to be a huge money maker for them. Are you kidding me? So wait, that makes three Square mobile games that are coming out like this year. Yeah, yeah. they're the going Final, hard on mobile. Final Fantasy Battle Royale, Dragon Quest, Candy Crush. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. This was a company that 10 years ago was just re-releasing their old games on mobile phones. They figured it out now. They're not going to waste another, their time on Chrono Trigger. Screw that. 
We'll just have somebody remake Chrono Trigger and Roblox. <laughs> That's and what the kids are doing, deep. right? I'm also... Well, they started off with the merchandise, which I'm kind of bummed. Oh, yeah. We're not even getting I'm, at Uniqlo. Are we getting I know. another slime controller? I they, wish. They showed off a really nice slime watch, um, and then <clears throat> two shirts to three shirts. It, yeah, it's, it's literally just like, here's some cool swag for Uniqlo. Better import it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this is some cool swag. It'd be great for Uniqlo, but it's not coming to Uniqlo. <laughs> so, uh, that was a little bit of a bummer. But. I know. I would have I would have bought probably every single shirt. I would have. Like, I'm, I'm not even joking. I would have bought all yeah. of them. Um, what was next on that shopping oh, block? Oh, the they second also... one. The second game, yeah, that was... Uh, is the second? Oh, right. The second game we're not getting, again. Right. Uh, so they're doing Dragon Quest Ten. Is it an online expansion? I it's I ducked version out at this six. point. It's version six. So it's version six. six. So okay. It's finishing the up the story. Version. It's kind of like um, kind of like the Final Fantasy Heaven expansions. or uh, Endwalker. So yeah, it's like their Endwalker for the game. It's another arc of the story. Um, it would be nice if they had. You know, release it to the West, and then it would be would it would be nice if we had it. if we would yeah exactly it'd be nice if we had a way of playing Dragon Quest Ten story. Oh wait, let's talk There's about more. the next game. <laughs> uh yeah, so they they then unveiled that there's an off. They did the thing that we kept saying fourteen should have done, which makes offline. me believe they're going to do it in fourteen at some point. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised, and I would probably buy that. But yes, they're doing an offline version of Dragon Quest X, along with uh, their online Dragon Quest X. Is this for the Switch? Uh, I don't think they listed a console for it. Um, sure and they, only the 3DS. they didn't technically announce for any consoles outside of Japan, but I would be surprised if they weren't building this with the eventual plan to sell this internationally. Well, they they did point it out specifically when a game was not coming overseas. So right, the fact they, well, that they did right. They didn't say no, but they also didn't say yes, which they did say for all the other for a lot of the other games. Like the Eraser game, they specifically stated will be coming internationally. Mm -hmm. um, the Dragon Quest Ten, they explicitly stated will not be coming internationally. And yep. then the other games, they said would be coming internationally. This is the only one they didn't say yes or no on, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see this just because, like, it fills a gap, I guess you could say. Like, one of the things that I would have loved to do... I mean, you really... I don't think you really could have done it with 11, but especially with 14, just having, like... Being able to say that I played and beat 10 would be right. pretty nice. <laughs> yep. That was good. Cool. looks like it's the first five stories, so... Yeah. It's also going to be um, <laughs> a new art style, which is kind of cool. Yes. So they, they kind of went chibi with it. So it's not, their characters aren't as well defined. That was my reasoning as to why I was assuming it was going to be, it's probably like a Switch in PS4 or yeah. a Switch in PS5 kind of thing. Probably. Uh, and then after that, they unveiled, I think the one thing that everyone is just like, probably the coolest thing about this presentation, which was all the times that they've remade Dragon Quest III, uh, they're now remaking it. Uh, one more time. Are we getting a new Game Boy Color version? No, but <laughs> yes. this, it was really funny even hearing them talking about remaking 3. Because um, 3 is being remade by the Octopath Traveler team using yes. the Octopath Traveler engine. But they, so they were even talking about it, and they're like, 
they were talking about it in the thing, and they were like, "We, you know, we were always thinking about remaking the games, but then we started realizing people wanted to play three more." And I'm like, "Well, that's because you've remade three so many times that people have played three so much." But I would also, argue it's not so much a little bit of I, A and B. Three is probably the best quote-unquote Dragon Quest. Um, I know everyone has a favorite, but I think typically speaking, this is like the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Dragon Quest has like a Final Fantasy VII in its series. I would probably argue that three is is their Final the Fantasy VII. Okay. Yeah, like the one that everyone says is their favorite. Um, um, this they specifically stated this one was going to be a worldwide simultaneous release. Yes, they did. Uh, and then at the very end of it, they started to jokingly comment about um, how this engine could enable them to potentially do a Dragon Quest one or two remake. But every time he started to talk about it, there was a guy behind the scenes who had a, one of those coach whistles, and he started blaring the whistle every time he started talking about <laughs> Dragon Quest one or two. Is there like no with like, a, with like a yeah with like a water gun just like no. It, yeah, they basically, and he was like, "Why can't we talk? Why, why can't I say these things?" And I think that was more of a coy way of saying, "If this game sells well, we'll definitely make a one and two remake." I mean, I it would be really weird of them not to like both games together are like ten hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're not big games, so I couldn't I couldn't see them not doing it. And I understand that three is probably the more popular title, but to me, it just makes sense, especially looking at when you think about it, they of the Dragon Quest three remakes they mentioned, they only talk about the original and the Super Nintendo version. They don't talk about the Game Boy Color version. They don't talk about the uh, the um, the Switch remake, which is I don't like the three remake as as much as I like this. This looks amazing. The 3 remake just took the backgrounds for the Super NES version and put really crappy looking character sprites on it, in my opinion. Yeah. So I feel like this is the remake that, that DQ3 like deserves. And it looks good. And to see them go back on 1 and 2 even and, and do those as well would be amazing. Um, yeah, I was, I was impressed with that trailer. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. I think 4, 5, and 6 could have it but i really like the remakes that art piazza did for the ds uh, like you know 10 years ago so I, I don't think those need to be redone and then seven's great on the 3ds eights obviously great on anything i think some people were expecting an eight switch announcement um uh, or a nine switch announcement with with the next trailer yeah i think people said you were actually thinking it was nine with the original game yeah announcement. yeah that makes sense um Nine would be interesting to see again, but I feel like it relies too much on the DS to. I mean, I think it could work, but who knows? Um, I'm actually surprised that there are a lot of people that really like Nine. Oh yeah, I heard the whistle there. Um, I feel like Nine would be great to go back to, but it does heavily rely on on some online components. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then next on the docket, we had uh, Dragon Quest Treasures, which... A spin-off game. Is this another mystery it, dungeon? Uh, Yeah, I think it's kind of like that, uh, but it's it's a prequel story to 11. Yeah, that's um, fair. It's Eric and Mia's story. Yeah. Uh, before they grew up. 
it seems like that's the thing that they like to do with the thief characters. Uh, well, the thief and merchant characters. So Torneco's dungeon was uh, Torneco was a character from four who was just mm -hmm. a merchant. That was his whole his job. Uh, and then Yangus became so popular that they invented a child Yangus to do mystery dungeons with. In you know after eight came out, so I guess yeah, having cool. Eric take the helm and for eleven makes sense. Yep, I mean it looked cool. Um, we'll see when that was another simultaneous release announcement. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll see when we get that one. Uh, it looks like it'll be cool. I don't have much to say about it because I didn't play much of the Monsters or Treasures games. Or as yeah, as much as uh, Dragon Quest. You know, I was gonna say the band word. Uh, as much of a Dragon Quest fan as I am, I haven't played many of the side games. It's just not like Rocket Slime or Monsters or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I, they, you know, whatever. Um, but I have started getting an interest in like mystery dungeon games. But you know, we'll see. Yep. And then finally, we had uh, a title screen. Twelve. Yes, a title we got a screen. teaser. <laughs> We, we, we teasers even I'd argue we didn't even get a teaser we got a this title is, screen I, I feel like this is one, yeah yeah I feel like this is one of those like horsemen of the apocalypse kind of thing where you see uh like dragon you know metroid prime 4 bayonetta 3 uh and you know 4 times 3 is 12 so dragon quest 12 and uh there you go the plants are aligned that was what the you know that was what my postcard was about from earlier it's dragon quest 12 yeah so, like it was, I mean, I would argue there was more information after the trailer reveal than there was in the actual trailer. Yeah, it um, seems like there was more trailer, there was more information following 12 right. Caesar than there was about the this new Sonic game. <laughs> right, so like, the trailer was quite literally a big X, and then they put a one next to it, and they put another one next to it, and that was it. And then they... They got whistled at while talking about consoles, so no console information, no release window information. Uh, and, but they were allowed to talk about it in, in terms of they said this is going to be a more serious Dragon Quest, and they said there will be. They playing the last one wasn't. Apparently not. It's still lighthearted, but yeah, like halfway through the game, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and and the other big thing was they said there's going to be making very. They said. Fans will still like the game, they think, but there will be very large changes to the action battle system. I I largely think that they are going to take what they built in 11 and make it less useless. Like, the whole moving around while oh, doing yeah, uh, yeah. commands. I feel like that was just a way to get the West more interested in the battle system. And I wouldn't be surprised if they take that system and start making it make more sense. I wouldn't even honestly be surprised if Dragon Quest Twelve looks like Final Fantasy Twelve, and you start seeing people running around the battlefield and their choices or their distance away from an enemy probably have some significance. Um, mm -hmm. But or it could just turn out to be Tales of Arise. We never know. Yeah, they they, they specifically said they were potentially steering away from. Purely turn-based, though. Mm -hmm. That's weird. I, yeah, I. I'm yeah. curious. I, I thought Final Fantasy was the one where they were like, right. "Yeah, we can experiment with this," and then Dragon yep. Quest was the. This if is it's Dragon not broke, Quest. don't fix it. <laughs> right. If it's not broke, don't fix it. We're gonna stick with the same. The combat system's been the same way for eleven games. Why would we change it now? There was yeah. a really 
there was a pretty good tweet that I can't remember where it was. I don't have it in front of me, but it was something just like, oh, yes, the person, the 35 year old or no, the 40 year old who's been playing Dragon Quest for the last 20 years suddenly wants a more adult version of the game. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just kind of that's slightly confusing to me. I agree with both what you guys are saying. Was It's just like. Because, like, didn't Dragon Quest Eleven sell gangbusters? Right! It Dragon did. Quest Eleven did amazingly well. Why do you have to change it? Like, obviously, you finally got- you finally captured your Western audience with Eleven. Mm -hmm. Make that work and you're good. You don't need to change the battle system to make it work for Western audiences. Still. And that's- and that's the thing. I feel like they are gonna shoot themselves in the foot with this because... Excuse me. This Midge Melon coming back up immediately. It's... Now that they realize that they have a foothold, they now suddenly are like, what could we do to make it better? And I it's know. like, no, 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 stop. <laughs> what you can do to make Get it better Get the whistle back out. Just keep the good story and keep the same system. Yeah. And make it look pretty. And you'll sell copies. <laughs> what, sold, what sold for Eleven was it had a great story and it looked good. Honestly, honestly what sold for Eleven is that you actually tried. Like, yeah. you actually tried oh, to too. promote the game. That, <laughs> Every that time too. a Dragon Quest came out, they basically gave it no marketing. They barely talked about it. And then they were just staring like, why isn't it selling? Like, it doesn't work that way. You can't just not do some kind of, like, as much as I hate the whole marketing spin cycle, you also can't just not tell people that your game's coming out you have to do something in order to get that awareness out there and if you don't then or if you do it wrong and people don't know what the product is that they're buying then you're not gonna it's not gonna succeed yeah yep and so they they actually gave a shit this time and tried people want to play and it worked and surprise there are people out there that actually like classic rpgs you just yeah. never found them because you never got out to them exactly so, I mean, oh, I'm oh. holding my judgment until I see something. I just hope it's not, I don't have the same reaction as I did to 15. Right. I mean, overall, it was a good presentation. Um, yeah. I, 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 I will say I was a little bit disappointed with the 12 announcement only because, like, I don't know. You could have done that in a financial meeting saying 12 was announced. And that would have been <laughs> yeah, it about been as good as... Right, that would it could have been a PowerPoint slide, and that would have been just about as much as you got from this presentation. Um, yeah, this could have been an email. Right, I think a lot of people are very hyped for the three remake. Uh, yeah. I am, and actually, some and I think it was she says who brought it up. Um, he he made me start thinking about this. The battle system, when you especially like the the three quarters view, it was just kind of like oh shit. I want a Golden Sun game to look like this. I want to remake a Golden Sun. <laughs> like, this would look so good. Golden Sun's the true dead Nintendo franchise. No, the glory of Heracles is the true dead Nintendo franchise. <laughs> no, F-Zero is the true dead Nintendo <laughs> the franchise. True Hell, F-Zero's had more games than Heracles. F-Zero's had, what, like six games? Fair enough. I counted it at some point. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll right. take my defeat there. <laughs> Let's... Let's move on. Uh, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, he is 30 years old today, 30 years young. And uh, he had a big old presentation that I think I'll, I feel like people were pretty upset about. I didn't but even only watch because this it was one. it was just a lot of nothing. Um, I, I didn't really pay attention to half of it. Um, 
so basically what we got were there's going to be a musical symphony uh that is free digitally you can watch them play uh, orchestral variations or arrangements of older Sonic the Hedgehog music. Hmm. That's kind of um, cool. I wonder what songs they're going to pick. Listen to really good. Yeah, <laughs> apparently Crush 40 is going to come in, so obviously I, I was going to say there's some real banger. Oh, no Crush 40. 40. Classical arrangement of Live and Learn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my favorite thing is the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games and how they're adding a Sonic mascot costume and it blew my mind because when I first saw it I thought it was a commercial that they actually put in a Sonic mascot for the for their commercial but when you actually watch it it's gameplay footage and I was like holy god like all the human actual human characters look fake the Sonic mascot is is like that creepy silicon what do they call that where like it's too realistic looking uncanny valley <laughs> uncanny valley yeah so like it looks too real um but now i'm like i i want it <laughs> like, i want to play the olympics as a sonic the hedgehog mascot <laughs> uh they also added two point hospital sonic stuff so uh, if you like Two Point Hospital and Sonic the Hedgehog, this is the collaboration for you. July 30th. That's pretty funny. Wait, wait. Uh, Lost... Sorry, repeat that again. You said Two Point Hospital is having a collab with Sonic? Yes. Also, in Lost Judgment, the sequel to Judgment, you can play Sonic the Fighters. So, cool. you want to play... Uh, it really seems like they're leaning hard into that that old Shenmue territory where you can play the full... I mean, they always have, but... Yeah. Like arcade, the last perfect couple games. <laughs> arcade Perfect Sonic the Fighters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. With the Knuckles Infinite intake. Mm-hmm. It's for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, finally, uh, this got leaked, like, months ago, but Sonic Colors uh, is getting an HD remake. Probably the best choice for an HD remake at this rate. Um, generations? Well, Generations technically already had its own HD version. Sonic yeah. Colors was only a Wii game, and a lot of people give it very high praise. Um, it was like the first Sonic game since Sonic Adventure 2 that people like honestly liked. Uh, so it's coming out for PS4, I think Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Hmm. And I will probably get it on the Switch. And then finally, there's, you know, they start talking about uh, one of the things was, I guess, like earlier in the year, you had uh, Roger Craig Smith say that he has he had to step down as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog and nobody really knew what it was about. Everyone thought that he just quit the position, but then he literally announced his return to voicing the character the day before this stream. And it turns out that I guess he is going to be voicing, doing a new voice work with Sonic in uh, like a, an animated prequel to Sonic Colors that I guess will be on like YouTube or something. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Wait, it he, looks. He's not the voice in the movie, right? No, he's not. It's no. Ben Schwartz. And that was, I think, what a lot of people were wondering 
was were they going to try to replace Roger Craig Smith with Ben Schwartz um, and then keep everyone else the same? Because I think Tails' voice actress plays Tails in the Sonic movie. Or like Tails even two... in the Sonic movie? Yeah, I probably should have put the spoiler tag back up. Um, I mean, it's it's actually not really spoiler anymore because you can see Tails in Sonic 2. So. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and, and Knuckles' head. <laughs> Because they couldn't finish the rest of the body. Uh, and then I guess they're also releasing Sonic Origins. Um, so they are releasing Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles and CD. I guess they don't have footage yet of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. But supposedly all of the games will be recreated in the widescreen format that Sonic 1, 2 already had when they got their iOS ports. Um, so I know a lot of people are pretty happy about that. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they talk about the new Netflix show. So Sonic Prime was announced earlier this year, uh, or I think late last year. And I guess they are, it is going to be a Netflix show coming next year. So they still don't have really anything to show about it. And then finally they end with a teaser for a brand new Sonic game. Uh, nobody really knows what it's called, but there are the words at the very end of the trailer that say zap. So, I guess zap. Wait, wasn't Overall, uh, go ahead. I was trying to think, wasn't like that was in one of the other Sonic games? They had like, you know, classic comic book things going on, I thought. Sound effect things. Uh, maybe. Know. I don't know. Uh, they did announce systems for this new game, so that's the only thing that they talk about is the fact that it comes out on PS4 and 5, on Switch and Xbox One and Series X. So it'll be on everything. And that was it. Like It was just a big little teaser. We're not even sure if it's supposed to be modern or classic Sonic. I guess you could assume that it's one or the other uh, based off of the short five-second teaser trailer. Um and that was, I think a lot of people were disappointed in that because it was kind of like, it was nothing. And it was, again, it was sort of, it was more than technically what you see for the Dragon Quest Twelve trailer teaser. Um, but it, this could have just been an email. Well, Sega's actually at E3, aren't they? Yeah, so who knows if they're going to talk they more about could, it then. Yeah, potentially. I mean... If they were going to, it would have been nice for them to do that usual thing where it's like, oh, you know, more info. Because they tend to do yeah. that. Or it's like, more info June 12th, 20, Year of Our Lord 2021. Um, honestly, like, they're <laughs> Sega's doing more for Sonic's anniversary than Nintendo's doing for Zelda's. So, hey, that's, that's technically a win. Well, it's because they got to finish the yeah. other anniversary first. They did. They already executed Mario. Oh, but they got to give a little more Mario before Zelda can get there. <laughs> did you know there's like Nintendo has like five anniversaries this month or this year? Yeah, but they don't care about ninety. They're barely celebrating the two oh, wait, that they're yeah. trying. Po- Pokemon has to get it before Zelda too. Pokemon's getting it, but they all you're getting is a Katy Perry song. So you know, shut up and take it. Um, you're getting. Uh, Metroid's anniversary is this year. I think it's. Tw- yeah, but we don't talk. Twenty fifth or thirtieth. You yeah. have uh, 
Kid Icarus because they uh, Kid Icarus and Metroid came out the same year. Mm-hmm. You'll never hear about Kid Icarus ever again. Oh, it's just uh, wait, the Smash, Smash Brothers character. Yeah, the Smash Brothers character. He oh, had okay. a, he had a game once upon a time. Whoa, really? Yeah, wow. Yeah, I thought canceled. he was Smash exclusive. No, huh? it broke your hand. That's why they couldn't make any more of them. <laughs> yeah, Pit would just come over and just put a hammer to your hand. He's like, "Oh, you want to play this game? All right." It How do you like doing it with no hands? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this and kid doesn't. The chuckle. other ones, the other ones were Zelda, right? And Zelda. Yeah, I think Fire Emblem was last year. That sounds technically, right. you know, what they did for Fire Emblem wasn't too bad, considering. Um, yeah, that was it. And then uh, the last thing that we got uh, yesterday, last late yesterday, was the Horizon footage. So uh, we got not only just like a brief gameplay tra- uh, like trailer, but we also got a deep dive into that gameplay. Not as deep a dive as I thought it was going to be when they said they were going to do like, here's a deep dive into the gameplay. I was kind of expecting them to be like, here's how the weapons work or something like that. And they were just kind of um. like... Did you see oh. that she could swim underwater? No, I knew I knew immediately it was just going to be they, the same thing they do in like E3 demos. They, well, they I thought show, they were going to be like they yeah, just see, play out a scenario and then yeah, yeah. I mean, there was so they didn't they didn't dive into it like you're expecting, Andrew or uh, Laughing Boy. But um, they there was some noticeable changes to the combat and some of the weapons and stuff like that that was noticeable. Yeah, she gets an in ult. the demo. Um. <laughs> The human combat looks a lot more, you know, interactive, I guess is the word, than it was in the original. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Aloy kind of looks like she would just swing around shit in the first game. Yeah. I guess she still maybe kind of looks like that, but she doesn't seem as powerless when she's doing hand-to-hand. Um, yeah. Um, and hey, we also before, don't forget, before this play, state of play, they did, what, four hours of relaxing scenery oh that's right i heard about that yeah it actually was pretty cool (laughs) i I watched some of it i clearly misheard the uh the the director when he when he introduced because i thought he said 40 minutes of gameplay i was like that's a lot and then it ended i was like oh i think he said 14 (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i thought it looked cool Uh, it looks gorgeous i'm still a little bit bummed it's gonna be on the ps4 only because one of what do they have to compromise yeah so one of the things that people were talking about and i kind of didn't think about this was they specifically stated that the reason why you don't have mounting on birds and you know flying in horizon one was because the ps4 with all of its stuff that i was trying to do already was pushing the limits so they they said you know until the game's on the ps5 we can't do flying mounts and now that they've added, you know, the the glider and the grappling hook, which makes the potential of getting mounted on your flying animals really easy, it's also very unlikely there's going to be anything that really comes from that in terms of flying creatures. Um, yeah. So, so it likely means we're not going to have flying mounts in this game, which isn't a which isn't a bad thing. I mean, it's it's whatever at the end of the day, right? But it is kind of like uh, that would have been really cool to see. Um, having you know the ability to be up high and fly around, maybe I will be surprised and you will have the ability to do it, and they somehow made it work in uh Forbidden West. But I have a feeling it's going to be game three before we see that. Yeah, I think it's also 
kind of indicative of the landscape right now just because it you know from a personal standpoint i would have liked to see like returnal is a ps5 game right ratchet and clank rift apart that's a ps5 game but then it's going to be followed up by more first party offerings that are still multi-generational and i don't i don't know if horizon forbidden west was intended to be a ps4 and 5 game there's a part of me that feels like that it was not intended to be a ps4 and 5 game because this was you know miles uh i feel like miles morales uh rift apart forbidden west and then like a couple other games during the old ps5 presentation middle of last year was intended to show off here's your ps5 games here's what the ps5 can do here's what it's going to bring you and now they're kind of saying, like, well, it's going to bring you some of this, but you'll have to wait until, like, maybe even next year uh, to see the good stuff. And that's already, you know. Yeah. I'm sure if the story, like, to me, one of the main drives for me enjoying Horizon is the story. Uh, yeah. And I, that's not going to get compromised by being a PS4, PS5 cross game. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not too worried about it. It's just it, it would have been really cool to see them push the limits with this game. Um, and I, and I like, think, again, it's not from a place of, oh, they shouldn't have done it this way, but it's more so from a place of frustration that it's so hard to get a PS5 that because people were trying to make exclusive games for the PS5, everyone got upset because they can't physically buy a PS5 right now. Yep. Well, um, that, might th- that might change soon, so... I hope so. Well, it's also funny because like this is the fastest selling console ever. So it's yeah. like yeah. Well, people can't get them, but they are still like selling faster than they have ever sold before. The, the and unfortunately, a lot of it has to do with scalping. But yeah, but it's still just it's kind of like it's such weird. a crazy. It's weird yeah, to think about because exactly. like usually a company would be like, oh, okay, well the console selling so much, yeah, like we might as well just make it exclusive to the. Like yeah. next generation. So the reason why I was saying, history. the reason yeah. why I say it might change soon as well is because you know that they announced the the new model. Well, they didn't officially announce it, but there's all the the hardware sites have been reporting that there's a new model that has no changes to the specs, just changes to the parts to make it easier to mass produce. So, oh. um, PS5s may be coming a little bit more easily by the end of the year. I feel like at this point, if you really want one, you can actually get one. Like, uh, yeah, I, I've I heard of I've heard of a lot of people like just going to GameStop or Walmart and just like getting them. Yeah, now. and I mean, I whenever I'm stopping in on you know one of the gotta have it channels and Laughing Boys Discord, at least once a week there's an option to buy one. Yeah, like it's it's not like it was at launch where it was like, you, all right, well you, you gotta wait the next month until right you can exactly. maybe yeah. get on a list. It's, it's, it's on average about a, a week or maybe two weeks at most. Before you get yeah, I think, again, the problem is, especially with the online orders, trying to beat the bots. And I think and that that's a problem. Nope, you got to get vaccinated and you got to go to your local stores now. And that's, <laughs> that's right. Get your PS5. That's it. Yeah, that's why, get vaccinated and get a PS5. I think that's why Sony's working so hard for this new model to hit this new SKU is so that they can yeah. have the ability to not worry about selling out during Christmas this year. Oh. Yeah. Because then they can oh, advertise they Horizon and the Switch will sell. <laughs> yeah, the Switch, the new Nintendo Switch Pro. I guess, yeah, yeah. 
So that way they can push Horizon and this console and say they're always in stock kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. that, like, like they said, they never said 2022 still. Yeah, it'll, um, it'll probably be their November game. Yeah, so I think just, I would like in, in next year to kind of see more exclusive titles for the platform without it becoming an accessibility issue, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that was... It's probably God of War next year, at least. Yes. And that, that was that's what I was going to say but is it was that was something I was going to comment on was like, I'm curious now the differences we're going to see in terms of like, because Horizon and God of War came out kind of, didn't they come out kind of close if I remember correctly, right? They were a year apart. But yeah. I'm, now I'm kind of curious if we're going to see like a similar kind of like quality difference between Horizon and God of War again, where it, God of War is going to be a PS5 exclusive versus this is a cross. So Wait, there are things sense. God of War. I guess they, they, haven't, they haven't officially they haven't. said it. So I guess well, it they could they be never a said anything. I don't think they said if Horizon Two was going to be a PS4 and Five game. Right. I, I feel like this is the first I'm hearing about it. It that doesn't mean first that I'm hearing of it. Um, and I do feel like that that was a double backing on the fact that people got really upset. Uh, at another game, uh, oof. it wasn't a first party game. I don't remember. I actually, I honestly don't remember what game it was at this point. But they were going to oh, Resident Evil Eight. Resident Evil Eight was supposed to be a PS5 exclusive game, and people complained. And then they said, oh, okay, we'll make it for PS4 as well. Yeah. Um, apparently so it was easy enough for them to do it. Yeah, that's but. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if Horizon 2 was supposed to be a PS5 exclusive and then they doubled back, or maybe it was always intended to be a multi platform. Yeah. Game. Well, what? it's been like six years. It's been uh, a long time. Like yeah. Uh, so 2017. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if it Four was years. always planned to like probably be a PS4 title for a sequel, or at least like. Three years ago, they were doing it for PS4, and then the PS5, like Sony's, like, "Hey, this is coming," and they started to like retrofit it to the PS5. Yeah, I mean, on the plus side, it'll probably run like you know smooth butter PS5, like almost all. Oh, one will be thirty frames. (laughs) Yes, four K thirty frames. You didn't read that. No, give me four K fifteen. I'm fucking shocked, dude. Which one was wait? It's going to be 1080p 30 or is it going to be 4K no, it's 4K 30? But the right. fact that it's also running on a PS4, like, like really? If it's running yeah. on a PS4, I would think you could. Make I would have thought 4K the 1080... 60. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because Mio like, runs well. Miles is 4K, 4K 60, 60, isn't it? It wasn't at launch. Okay, but now it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if Spider-Man is on both PS4 and if PS5, and on the moon, and like Spider-Man, you're moving fast as shit, and like, and it's snowing stuff, a lot. Stuff is like loading in constantly. Horizon, I don't think you're going to be moving as fast, right? So, like, it, it shouldn't have to render as no, many frames. Yeah, Horizon like, generally doesn't just, move fast. It, it honestly could just be the ass the, ton of the decimal of engine. <laughs> yeah. It could just be the fact that there's like it could be the fact that uh Aloy has hair follicles. <laughs> Miles yeah. Morales just wears spandex most of the time. 
But yeah, man, that mammoth true. fight. Oh no, when you saw the jiggle physics on that on that uh what do they call it? I couldn't even hear it. Tremortus. Uh yeah. The what? So the tremor tusk. Tremor tusk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tremor tusk. So yeah, you can see the jiggles on his belly. Yeah. Was, it looked real like, wow. good. <laughs> All the dinos not, looked really good. Not just for Soul Calibur. Yeah, I, I it just, looks great. I just don't understand how the on the box it says 8K compatible, and yet we're still doing 4K 30. I, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I, I think they, I think it was dumb. Uh, I don't think it necessarily was dumb enough for them to put the capability within the system. But to advertise it as a selling point doesn't make a lot of sense right now. Yeah, it it's just like so. Like, is it gonna be eight K thirty or is it gonna be like eight K twenty? No, it's gonna be like eight K six. And you're gonna like it. I mean, first up, eight K sixty? No, ten percent of that. You're you're not gonna know what's happening. But it'll look very crisp. Oh yeah, your screenshots will look fucking amazing. Yeah, because every because you only get screenshots. There's no actual video. Oh my goodness, your PS4, your PS5 is gonna be crying for death every time you put on 8K. It's like I don't, I can't even tell like what supports 8K at this rate. Like uh, nobody has a TV right now that supports 8K. Yeah, there's a few, but unless they're, you're just yeah, stupid they're like rich. 30 grand, yeah, and they're not worth yeah. it. Because well, eight or thirty grand. That depends on who you are. <laughs> yeah, if I was Jeff if you Bezos, have, I if you I own a house with a swimming pool floor, then you probably want an eight K television. I mean, yeah, if I was Jeff Bezos, I definitely well, if, I'd put an eight K TV in every single one of my bathrooms. If you had a yeah. thirty ninety and a like eight K display, you know, you could take mm -hmm. advantage of it. Yeah. Well, the Amazon Luna will be eight K because Jeff Bezos needs it for his TV. <laughs> Portal 2 never looks so good. <laughs> what if the Luma's like not a joke? I'd be scared. I don't know, man. They bought a movie company. That was the one news I was going to get at today, but not we were part of a movie company. They bought all of the movie companies. They bought a lot of 50% the movie company. of one franchise. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think even MGM owned that. So. <laughs> no, they didn't. You know, it's hard. They bought the hard Lion. to own the Bond films. What was that? What'd they, you ask? they bought the Lion? Yeah, they tamed yeah. the lion. Lion's they been bought dead the lion, and then, the lion's uh, been dead for years. But the only thing they don't own from the lion fully is is good old Mister Bond because Bond is half owned by uh, Brianna Broccoli, Barbara. Barbara, Barbara Broccoli. Broccoli, a fake person's name. It's not a fake uh, person's name. She had a terrible it dad. Is. <laughs> well, yeah, because her dad also blame her father. A lot of the blame movies. her father, Albert R. Broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah, well, he runs the Broccoli Empire. Yes. And she owns a book. So, like, the funny thing about that deal is when I was reading it, I'm like, wait, you didn't even get the biggest franchise that MGM owns? No. <laughs> like, what'd you really I get imagine, here, MGM? I imagine Bezos is like, are you kidding Wizard me? MGM Oz. didn't even own it. They got, yeah, I guess, uh... I guess, they got Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Yeah, they can make a Wizard of Oz. They could, they could go back to that well if they wanted to. <laughs> Remember, they tried. <laughs> and then James Franco stopped working. It's not worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I, I think Horizon Zero Dawn, or here, bleh. I think Horizon Forbidden West looks amazing. Uh, I really enjoyed the first game. Looking forward to the second one. 
Um, as for Sonic, you know, I'm always up for Sonic. And then Dragon Quest, um, I am, am, what's the word? Were you going to say ambivalent? Yeah, it's not like I'm ambivalent, but it's sort of like uneasily looking forward to it. Apprehensive? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, ap- you know, apprehensively optimistic about what could what could happen for Dragon Quest Twelve. Yeah, but in the meantime, that three D two D game is gonna look so good. I hope it plays well. Maybe because like I've I played the one and two remake on Switch. So maybe I'll just hold off on three and just play HD two D. Yeah, and I I own so many versions of three. I own the Game Boy Color version. I own the phone That's version. The I own the Switch version. I own the first one. I own uh. Like, literally, the only one I don't own is the Super Famicom remake, and I could own it. I used to play the I, Game Boy Color version at SAC. Yeah, my brother, that was the only Dragon Warrior game he ever bought. He bought the Game Boy Color version of 3, and I was kind of like, that's weird of you to do. Like, you've never had an interest in JRPGs, uh, <coughs> but I think it was because we both saw, like, oh, Dragon Ball. Like, we just saw <laughs> Dragon Ball on the cover, so it was like, oh, cool. Yeah, you see young Gohan on the cover, but he's got armor on <laughs> It is young Gohan on the cover, but he's got armor on. And then you've got uh, young Gohan again in Dragon Quest Eight, And then you have young Gohan again in Dragon Quest Nine. Yeah, but now we finally got Trunks. And then we have Trunks. We have a very nerdy Trunks. I hate Eleven's hair. It's so dumb. <laughs> bangs were not a good look for you. He didn't anyway. have bangs. Ah. He he had the cockroach it. bang, didn't he? It's like the no, he doesn't have the cockroach. No, bangs. he doesn't have bangs at all. He's got something going down there. It's there's, not a full part. There's nothing in the front. He's got the butt cut. <laughs> I think I love that peach hair. All right, and with that, that is our show this week. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, let's go around the table and tell everyone where where can our viewers and listeners find you and what are you up to, Caboose. Where are you? Where, what are you find doing? Find me on Twitter at underscore caboose with three O's. Uh, I'll probably start talking about DuckTales now and uh, continue to talk about Star Wars and Bad Batch. Dark Powers, where are you? What are you up, what are you up to? Uh, when I feel like tweeting, uh, Dark Pyros. And when I feel like streaming, Dark Pyros and Twitch. <laughs> Neither of which are very active at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, well, work is... I get it. Uh, pizza, where are you at? Uh, Twitch TV, Filthy Pizza. I uh, did modded Among Us last week. It was very hectic. Ooh. Saucy. And uh, if you want more updates on this channel, including schedules, or you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can follow my Twitter at LaughingBoyLP. If you're catching the show for the first time here and want to follow, please be sure to do so. Or if you're listening on Spotify or other podcast services and want to see the show live with video, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash laughingboylp. Please consider giving us a like or a good rating for the podcast. Um, Just want to thank everyone for being here. Thank you for listening. Be sure to come back tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, for the Ratchet and Clank Tears of Joy. I had to make a word pun because that's how they like to do it in the actual game. so be sure to come back 1 p.m. tomorrow, twitch.tv. If you're listening to this on Spotify, it's too late. It'll I'm be sorry. fun. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Touching Base. Goodbye. Adios. Have a great night, everyone.